Live. Internet. Hello. It's us. Dice Lord. Greetings, camera gods. Let Marlo's pictures come out clean. Thank you. Thank you. I'm worried they're overexposed because I'm a dumbass. I sent, it, I sent the prayer to the internet. Now it is eternal. It'll go forever. It's out there. Love this. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> yes, we are Dice Lore and welcome to session 45 of our yeah. Call of Cthulhu actual play. This is Masks of Miralafos Help. Uh, we are playing Pulp Cthulhu. And we are currently in the sixth, sixth session of our America chapter. Ooh, uh, a couple of housekeeping notes from last session. Boots, um, when Lydia uh, bound the dark young of Shubnigorath, uh, I forgot to have you deduct a sanity point. So I'm oh, that makes sense. One sanity point away for the. I will do that That's as soon as this kitty is out of my lap. He's very confused. And He's not a lab cat. No worries. And um, the other item is you, Lydia used her uh, inspiration, her um, inspiration card, which was uh, Lucky Strike, gave you a, um, a free success on a luck roll. And that was used. So it's time to hand out another inspiration. And um, I've been thinking that I'm going to give that to Haley because poor Elaine has had a lot put on her recently. Uh, what with the scales growing on her and then uh, the yellow sign and um, the silver hand that appeared to her. And uh, she had a psychic uh, detonation last session. You've, you've played that brilliantly. Um, and uh, I think that uh, you've done very well and you deserve uh, the inspiration this time. So. I'm going to ask you to roll a d4, please. Okie dokie. You roll one. I'll take it. It's a three. It's a three. Okay. I'm going to place the cards on the, whatchamacallit, the roll 20 desktop. Yeah. And I'm going to deal out, what did you get? Three? Mm-hmm. Three cards to you. Um, you can choose one by right-clicking on it and flipping it over. And um, if it happens to be the Lucky Strike again, I will let you choose a different card if you want to, or you can keep that. It was Lucky Strike. Okay. So I'll do a different one. Okay. Things are looking up. Change one failed skill check to a regular success. Nice. Okay, so um, make note of that. Remember that you can uh, hold on to that until you use it, and then we will distribute another inspiration. Okay. Things are looking up. You got it. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, auto succeed on a failed skill check. You got to declare that things are looking up. Oops. That's how the spell works. Let's recall all the cards. Well. Elaine's been through a lot, but she also fucked around and found out 
That's true. <laughs> a lot. She's now entirely which optimistic is, as well, though, which is but, nice. which is part of the good stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so last session, um, our heroes made it into the basement of the home for the friendless, along with their new friend Reggie, and um, down there they discovered a woman in an office uh, who could be an accountant of some sort, uh, and Michael shot her in the head. And then um, the nurse woman, who had been trying to lead Reggie away, uh, appeared in the office door and took a shot, which hit Rocco. Rocco, fortunately, uh, is armored up a little bit, so um, he didn't take any damage from it. Uh, but the gang chased the woman down and and killed her as well. They discovered that um, she was trying to get into a space that was essentially a huge indoor courtyard that had been sort of roofed over but there was a uh, like a greenhouse uh, window in the ceiling and in the center of this courtyard area was a, a copse of trees almost like a little forest thicket growing in the middle of the courtyard they decided to put a pin in that and um, go looking around the orphanage a bit so uh, they found a doorway in the office stepped over the dead woman and uh, went upstairs and conducted a thorough search of of the place. They did not find any other adults or children anywhere. They did, however, discover in the attic a large crate, which they decided to open because Rocco just happened to have a pry bar on him. And they popped it open, and within was a huge depiction of the yellow sign, which, of course, uh, inflamed this psychic sort of eldritch infection which has taken hold of Elaine on some level. Um, they managed, however, to cover it back up and get her away from it. When they went back downstairs to check out this courtyard, um, one of the trees detached itself and came towards them. It turned out it was a dark young of Shudnigoroth, and um, several of our heroes experienced psychic detonations which caused them to uh, behave in ways that they probably otherwise wouldn't. Um, instead of fighting it, they did a whole lot of sort of trying to avoid being killed by it, which was a good thing. It gave Lydia time to cast her binding spell over it. And uh, they had found a, a small statuette on the dead nurse woman, um, which looked like a tree in a way. And um, much like a Pokemon, um, Lydia was able to capture the Dark Young of Shubnigaroth in this statuette. When all of this had been resolved, uh, Reggie decided that maybe you guys were the bad guys. So he decided to get out of there and head back across the street to the convent where he could um, just sort of, you know, polish the banister and trim the hedges and so forth. Um, uh, not before, however, complimenting Dolores's mustache and asking for some tips. So, um, with Reggie gone, Rocco decided to have a good look around, and he discovered in the middle of this thicket of trees there was a pathway leading into the center. Michael and Lydia decided to follow this path, and unbeknownst to everyone else, there was sort of a, a shimmering, um, area uh, in the midst of the path and when the two of them passed through this area they vanished they 
but the rest of the group does not know that happened. So what are the rest of you doing? So uh, I I don't know about you all, but uh, that that interesting shimmering glade, uh, something else, huh? Do the trees? I, I I don't I don't know if I trust that. I mean, I wouldn't. Did you make it? It wasn't me. Oh. They know what I'm doing down here. Why would they throw a spike in the bin? I thought Phoenix was down there crushing cans. Yeah, that was him. He's crushing cans. Oh, hell you. Sorry, I was um, putting on some Eldritch Lo-Fi, which I found on YouTube. Um, oh, sweet. Which people are in the... Share, please, so we can be on the vibe. Michael oh, and yeah. Lydia went into this copse of trees, and you're not aware that they passed through this area and disappeared. Whoops. You just no. know that they went in there. <laughs> you know what they Pretty say never separate the party I mean you guys were dealing with your own stuff too after that fight weren't you? for sure you know I'm, I'm, I'm I don't have a bullet wound but I'm definitely not as sane as I was when going into this I mean sane. sounds it, it looks it looks from the chat from our friends over at the Fuzka channel uh, that we might be having some audio issues, and it might be just me. Oh snap! Mm. Huh. Yeah. Way to go, Fuzz mm. okay. Thank you. Thanks for the heads. You're coming in clear on OBS to us, so yeah, I, OBS is there. Uh, I'm gonna mute. I'll bring it up on YouTube <laughs> and see what the deal is. We've got some activity. Yes, it's a very strange, very, very strange um, sound. So I'm going to put us... You can't hear me. The big okay. arch. Oh my check, god. Check, check, check. An incredible creature. All right, we're back. That I'm seems gonna to mute have solved the problem. You on here and then just... Um, Fuzka channel friends, if you could just let me know uh, if that fixed it, I will be forever grateful to you. Not that I'm not already anyway. Everyone, please go it's check happening. out uh, twitch.tv slash Fuzka because they do some amazing stuff over there. It's like 80% better, Brandy says. So I'll take it. Mm. Okay. It, still, yeah, it's still there, but better. It's okay. Thanks, kids. Okay. Okay, well, let's like as they say, let's just pretend that it's eldritch horror happening. It's madness. You know, instead of madness. Having a okay. psychic detonation. Yes, I am. Okay, so... Um, Michael and Lydia have disappeared into the trees. Uh, guys? How's it going? Yeah. I feel like maybe we should follow them, but what into the trees? I don't worry about it. It'll buff, I guess. I have complete faith in us. Are you guys okay? Maybe we should give a 
five no minutes? Answer. There's no answer. They're not answering, guys. Maybe we should go in after them? Can I use my uh, doohickey to see if I I mean, signal? I... Yeah, go ahead. Just a thought. Use your doohickey. Uh, I will use my doohickey. So it's just sort of a, a thermal scanner of sorts that you invented. Oh, that's pretty good. I don't think I can probably get better than that, but yeah, no. So that's great. And then um, spot hidden is also with the bonus die. Yeah, yeah so I'm using my thermal scanner. So that should work, but we're gonna just, yeah, that's better. So that's a hard success from an extreme success. There we go. So if they're there, uh, I should be able to see them. You, you detect no um, signature of, of human forms. However, there is sort of a large shimmering oval shaped and kind of a yellowish glow uh, in your sensor. Oh. Hey guys, I'm not picking up on any um any like warm like any warmth from humans, but I am picking up some kind of a strange oval shape that I don't know, maybe it's like a portal or something. Do you think they got sucked in there or something? And it's yellow, right? I did say it's yellow. On your sensor. What does that have to do with anything? That seems to be a very bad color at the moment. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the color yellow anymore. Oh, yeah. I could see why. Um, yeah, I'm still getting used to this. Uh, should... Oh, man. I wonder when walkies were invented. This would be really convenient right now. We're finding out because I want to know. Um, well, it depends, I guess. If they're in another portal, then it would be too Tie a string to them. a can and throw it through. 1937, babies. 1937. All right, we got five years to wait. Yeah. I was also going to suggest a can. Uh, no, you're three years to wait. This is 1934. Unless you I'm an inventor. I could invent it. I think that's reasonable. Three years early isn't too outlandish. But we'll see what the keeper says. I mean, you know, anyway. you're wearing around microphones and so forth. You think you could be right? You could, you could pull that off. I'm gonna write it down for a later mm -hmm. date. But um, why don't you guys go in there? Well, I've got this trusty pry bar, and then if we can find some rope, we'll just yeah. It in there. I was thinking like we t we have you hold on to a rope. And then I hold the other end, and then you just walk in there. That worked in Poltergeist. Hold me, me. Yeah, you. You want me? I to can't walk go in there. It would have to be you or front wall. Mm, I'll what? go. Oh yeah, because you're affected by. Yeah, Francois, you're a bit of a portal walker, aren't you? You you kind of bounce in between realms. Yep, I sure do. I have been known. 
You know you're calling Dolores by his last name, right? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Of Dolores. I mean, maybe that's what you do. I don't know. For some reason or another, this is my problem. I like calling Dolores Francois. I might continue doing it. It might be like our little thing. If that's what you want to do, I'm not going to say no. It's one of my names. So does Dolores volunteer to go through? Unfortunately. Um, do okay. we have any rope or does Lydia have the rope? I bet Lydia has the rope. I think Lydia I thought Michael had a rope. Well, Michael's not here either, so... Yeah, that doesn't... yeah we're both in Forest Town, USA. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't think I have a may, rope. May I please... May I please spot hidden some rope from this area? I don't know if you guys <laughs> don't have faith in my, mine and Lydia's abilities. I just There's think not it's gonna weird be any rope, that... Rocka. Sorry. It's not that we don't have faith. I think it's just strange that you went in there and didn't come back. I'm pushing rope. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> All right, well... Okay, so does Dolores go in? Yep. Dolores, just keep talking the entire time, and if you stop talking, we'll know that you have gone just to another place. Imagine that Dolores sings well. I'm not going to do it, because it would be bad. But imagine you hear Dolores singing, like, some campy little show tune. Okay. <laughs> I love That's it. Good. So Dolores, Dolores is going to enter the forest. So walking into the, the trees, Hello, um, my they're singing, echoing Hello, throughout this courtyard. Um, you do notice the sort of little here. shimmery um, wall in front of you. It's not uh, overt, you know. You can you can see the forest through it. It's just kind of a little, little bit off, as though the air is almost uh, like it's like a heat wave through the air, kind of. Do you walk through it? You guys, waves are freaking me out. Um. So. I'm gonna holler back and be like, there's this shimmery wall and I can kind of, I can see the forest through it and it feels warm and heat wavy. And I don't know if I should go through it or not without you, but I kind of want to. I think it's now or never. I think maybe. Dolores, don't do what you're not comfortable doing. We have to go after our friends, Rocco. Give them five minutes. Just give them five minutes to figure it out. Why don't you come meet me in here? You can see the shimmer for yourself. Okay. I'm going to enter the forest and look at the shimmer. Wait, two seconds before you enter the forest. Let me do like a spot hidden or something, like an investigation check to make sure that nothing is going to jump out at you. You're looking for things like hiding behind trees or just... Yeah. Okay. Just to make sure that there's nothing in here. What do you want me to roll for that? You spot hidden. Hard success. Nice. Hey. There doesn't appear to be anything else in there, just trees. Okay, cool. None of I'm none of the other trees recently. appear to be um a you know, a dark young of Shubnigoroth standing there. Um you don't see anything behind the trees. Beautiful. Okay, then yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm going to call them forward. Okay. Does Rocco go along? With Elaine? 
his record Rocco, follow Lillian, that. Are you coming with? I'll walk towards the edge. I'll come up and see it. Oh, yeah, that's a shimmery portal. That is a go-to. <laughs> it is a shimmery portal, and where it goes to, I know not, but we're going to find out, because that's where the compatriots went, and now we don't see them. All right, let's go. Birds of supernatural feathers stick together. All three of you step through. Hold hands. I'll be in the middle. I'll hold hands. Okay. You experience what Lydia and Michael just experienced before you. There's a moment of darkness as you step through and a sensation of, of falling almost. Your stomach sort of lifts. And then um, there's a split second of brightness and you're through. And you all find yourself standing in a stone hallway, which oh, is geez. dark except for um, a torch in a sconce on the wall. And Lydia and Michael have stopped just in front of you. And you can all see that there are four children dressed in um, similar sort of white garments. They're all barefoot, just like the children that you have already rescued. And they are standing all facing the wall, just standing there. That's creepy. Well, I don't like this. It could be like any time. I'm so glad you guys are okay. What's with the creepy gremlins against the wall? I don't know yet. We just got here. Okay, we just got here too, but there's creepy children standing What's on the wall. What's behind us? Behind you? Yeah, what is behind us? The, the way we came. You can see this this sort of shimmer in the air still, and through that you okay. can just see that the hallway sort of comes to an end. And there's no other. This is just a hallway. No, chain. No corridors that branch off of it. Just From where you're hallway. standing, um, you can't really tell. It gets dark um, pretty quickly. There's only the one torch right at your end. And so the kids are like on like the left or right side of the walls. Then they are as you came through the portal. The torch is on the wall to your left. The children are on the wall to the right. Okay. And then it just kind of keeps going past them. It keeps going okay. past them. Is there anything out of place on the children? They look very well. They look exactly like the children that you rescued, um, the ones who had been performing the play. As I said, they're all dressed in sort of white, almost night clothes. Not really. They're all barefoot. Okay, they're, okay, they're guys. not being responsive to us being here. They're just standing there. Um, I assume you have not made any attempt to contact them yet. Uh, they have not acknowledged your presence. They're just facing the wall. Is it what's is there anything on the wall? No, not that you're able to see. Okay, stone. I'm gonna make a spot hidden to check closer. Yes, but I want there we go. Ooh. Did you say it's a stone hallway? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's it's rough Did rough I? hewn stone. Oh, God damn it! I can't see a thing. I'd That's like to try to spot hidden. Seventy out of fifty six. Big one. So I can barely tell that there are even children there. I thought they were maybe shrubs. 
Can I uh, can I give it a shot? Six. Yes. Hard hey. success. Nice. Um, you don't so detect hard. anything like written on the stone. Um, no glyphs. No no wards. No symbols. Uh, from where you're standing, even if you were to come a little closer and sort of lean around the children a little bit, they don't appear to be looking at anything. They're just facing the bare stone wall. I see. I'm really sorry, you guys. I'm going to do something stupid. I want to tap the shoulder of one of the kids. So it's a, there's a little boy there. You reach out and tap his shoulder. And for a moment, there's no response. But then he sort of wavers a little bit and looks around up at you. And his, his, there's really no affect on his face. His eyes are kind of blank, but he blinks and says, Is it time for us to go on? Go on, sweetheart. Is it the third act? Oh no, Jeez. Um, yeah, how did we break them out of this last time? Do you remember? Shit. Okay. Uh, do one of you guys want to step back out of the portal and see if you can go back? Can we go back? I, I'll try that. Yeah, I will do that. Yeah, I will try. We kind of like fell and stuff though, right? No, it just sort of was the sensation of falling, almost. It was just oh, a, like, okay. a sort of a slight nausea, almost. Uh, Rocky, you experience all the same sensations and emerge uh, back in the little little forest grove. Okay, so I don't... I guess Rocco's going to have to pass back through it again to reach okay. <laughs> The okay. nausea seems to it's fine. every I, time I... you go through it. I'm, I don't feel very well for what I've done, but you can't go back. It's possible. Okay, okay, that's that's good. Um, okay, so Rocco, uh, you need to take the children one by one, and we'll keep watch. I gotta take them again. <laughs> yep, it has to be you, Rocco. It can't be me. I can't do it again. I'm not gonna vomit on a child. Just, I can't do that. I didn't ask you to vomit on a child, Rocco. I'm just saying, Michael, my stomach is already turned and I've already been through a portal rift three times in the last Okay, minutes. okay, okay. So, so, before we... Okay. Michael, do you remember that when we Michael. saved... I was trying to remember who told you to throw up and that was Michael. I was going to blame Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody remember... When we had the other zonked children, did we just take them away and it kind of faded off of them? Or did we have to do something else? I thought... Can I make an intelligence check to try and remember? <laughs> sure. That was last night for us, but that was like... Eight years ago. <laughs> months ago. Uh, <laughs> that's an extreme success. That's an extreme success. As you think back um, to that moment, Elaine... Uh, the image of the yellow sign sort of hovers in your mind and everything else sort of fades from your memory and, and you you feel a, a bit of the hunger for the sign. That's all you can recall about that night. No, this was not... Uh, 
Can I make an indulgence check then, Lee? Certainly. Okay. I have a hard success. success. Uh, yes. Um, to the best of your recollection, now you were somewhat engaged as well with smashing the dolls uh, at the time. Yep. But oh, that's right. It's dolls. That when when Lydia um, sort of burst into the chamber and interrupted uh, the second act of the play, um, the children kind of came to a halt. They snapped out of it very vaguely. It took them a while to start acting like normal children again. You had gotten them back to the motel already, and Dolores was singing to them in the room before they really started to snap out of it. But um, just sort of interrupting them kind of seemed to have broken whatever hold was over them. Okay. Okay. So, um, and is this just like a room? Is there any... Or, sorry, a it's a hallway? This is the end of a hallway. Okay. Yes. It stretches okay. into darkness in front of you. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, okay. So the last time we broke the dolls and we kind of took them away and... Okay. Who wants to go down the scary hallway with me to see if there are some dolls somewhere? Probably not. Actually, uh, I'll go Dolores... Yeah, Dolores and um, Elaine. Yes. Uh, you guys stay here with the kids and try to engage with them if you can. Um, can you? And we're going to go see if there's something that's tethering their, their consciousness a little bit. Rocco, do you want to stay with the kids or do you want to come with us? You okay. muted, Rocco. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to stay here and I'm going to protect. Okay. And, uh, oh, okay. Um, oh, wait. Go. Hold on. Hold on. Can, can we take Lou with us? Yes, yes, yeah. Take Lou. Uh, uh, send him back if anything terrible happens. Do we have oh, yeah. flashlights? Is that a thing? There's a torch on the wall. Of... You want a but torch? if we take it, you don't have the torch. Oh, I don't yeah, Lydia has a flashlight. flashlights with you. Yeah. yeah, that's something that we've... we've yeah. Really yeah. yeah, we didn't just run through a haunted cornfield without flashlights. So, yeah. God, I don't even remember We've done like dumber that. things. Yeah. Okay. So... We'll Rocco, go see um, what's when you, going on. When and... you hand Lou over, do you uh, do you give him instructions? Lou, stay with them. Run back if they become incapacitated. Let me know, okay? Stick with them. Stay hidden. He reaches up and sort of rubs his whiskers, and looks you in the eye, and gives a little twitch. Thank you, Lou. Go. So the two of you, with your flashlights, um, and Lou, proceed down the hallway. Okay, I say, Lou, if you smell something... Can Lou understand me? I forget. You don't know. Lou, can you understand he has me? Not, he has not followed your directions before. Okay, he wait, before I leave, Rocco. Rocco's directions. Rocco, yes. can you tell Lou... That if he smells anything bad or hears something bad or gets like the bad vibes coming towards us, can he pull on my earlobe? Okay. Now, Lou, if you smell or feel the bad vibes, make sure that you tug on her ear to notify her of said bad vibes. Got it? Psychically, uh, you hear... Um... 
Yeah, yeah, boss, yeah. Got it. Uh, uh, what's ear? Ears, the things that we we humans, the big things on the side of our head. You're gonna give a a, a little tug with your little hands if you think something bad's on the way. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Thank you, Lou. Thanks, right. Rocco. It's ready to go. Okay. All right. So we're gonna I'm gonna put Lou on my shoulder. We're gonna head down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Flash with, with flashlights and guns, because I have because I also have a gun. Ooh. Guns drawn. Okay, let's have guns together. Yep. Twenty feet or so down the hallway, it actually bends to the left, and as you follow the bend, you notice there is an opening to your left. It is dark okay. inside the opening. Can I shine my flashlight in there? Mm-hmm. Ditto. Okay. You recognize uh, the room that you rescued Michael, Rocco, and Elaine from. The chairs are still there that they were sitting in, these sort of oh, strange shit. throne-like chairs. Uh, the pieces of the doll that Michael smashed are still on the floor. It's the chamber where the okay. play was performed. Okay. All right, so we've been here And at this before. point, you very strongly uh, pick up the odor of the burning, the bonfire, and Ooh. the distinct smell of burnt flesh. Wish I didn't know that smell so well. Anyway, okay. Looks like we've been here already. Gonna keep going down the hallway. And you come to the chamber where the bonfire was built. Um, it's significantly reduced now, but still burning. Um, Good. And a lot okay. of like, very hot, glowing ash under it. The entire it's it's like an oven in there. It's been burning so long that the okay. the, the room is very very warm. But um, so those are the only two rooms, is that right? Yeah, that's or, all or... That you were able to find before. You just had never proceeded up the hallway from the other room before. Gotcha. Michael, do you see anything else weird? Because I think maybe these are just the other kids that we were missing, and they've been down here this whole time. Oh, the body of the woman in the yellow room. No, you burned her, didn't you? You burned them both, yes. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave no trace. Hmm. But, Michael, do you see any reason to investigate this further? Are you... What are, what are we oh. doing? Hmm. Nothing seems out of place from the last time we saw it then, right? Can it I looks make... like it did when you left it. Um, what do you want to make? Hmm. I was going to say, can make I a spot make hidden? a spot hidden check? To see. What are you looking can for? I notice anything different? Anything different? I want to see if there's like any discrepancies yes. with like what it looked like before. Like if something maybe has notably moved. Sure. Because it's a pretty... It's a pretty it's a large circular only... room. There's not much in it other than this pit where the bonfire was burning. Hard success. hard success. Everything looks like it did when you left the last time. There were, of course, a lot of um, scuff marks in the dirt floor from the, the scuffles that had taken place here. Um, at the edge of the pit, there are dark marks um, in the form of like finger claws through the earth. And um, 
it looks like the black residue of of melted off flesh in a few spots there where the where the man oh. had come up out of the pit uh, to try and grab you but mm-hmm. um nothing else looks out of place it certainly doesn't look as though any of the dolls were able to get out of the fire um you're quite satisfied that it's as you left it do you think we need to burn the last smashed bits of that doll we probably should i mean it's still going right we might as well yeah lydia's gonna go grab those remnants and tuck them in easy enough Um, okay, well, I guess we'll head back to the kids and the rest of our party. Is that right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, do you want to do anything else? This was just in the middle of the cornfield, right? Yeah. Behind the motel. Yes. Yeah. About 10 miles away from town. Let's make sure it's still in the cornfield. Okay. I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm down to. If you think that's a thing we should do, let's do it. I don't know if that's a thing we need to do, but I worry it's a thing. Um, so sure <laughs> that's reasonable. Can... I guess so do you leave through the door to the end of. Sure, and that you know leads to the cornfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least push it open. Um, don't go through it yet. What else? So you. See? You see outside um, corn stalks, tall corn stalks. Um, it is oh God, late America. afternoon to evening. <laughs> um, you can see. Got him. That was. Yeah. <laughs> America, you even notice the corn stalks. <laughs> you even notice the corn stalks that Dolores and Leah had had chopped off with the machete to mark their way. Okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> 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 up too many hours very loopy okay, it's easy enough to find your way back to your friends um okay dolores all right. um, and i don't know if elaine and rocco helped but um managed to rouse all four of the children and they're all sort of um unsteady and and blinking and still sort of um a bit dazed looking but they're all they're all reacting um they all seem to have snapped out of whatever fugue they were in Great job, guys. So, we should probably get these kids back to the nuns. The good nuns. Well, these weren't nuns here. These were nurses. Whatever. Yes. Um, Should we throw those bodies into the fire, too? Yes. Wait, which bodies? The ones here at the... Oh, uh, is it far to bring them? I mean, I agree with you. Through the portal, right? Yeah, yeah, let's... Let's do that. We don't have to roleplay that whole 
dragging of bodies. It'll take a while. But, uh, yeah. So there yeah. was three bodies, three people. Yes. Just two. No, three. there was the the first woman. <laughs> excuse me, in the library sort of room. Then there was the accountant, and then the nurse. Okay. <laughs> Body count just keeps getting higher. <laughs> so if you're if you're making this happen, um, what do the rest of you do with the children while this is happening? Or who helps take the bodies? Is it just Lydia and Michael? Um, I think Elaine would try and entertain the children by showing her one of showing them her inventions. Mm-hmm. I was going to do the storytelling thing but if you don't need me to help with that then I can absolutely mm-hmm. help with bodies well Elaine doesn't really know how to talk to children I was going to be like Dolores don't worry we got this we got this keep be your charming darling self mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you got it where so, are yeah, you um, where are you doing this at showing the children the, your inventions trying to entertain them with science Uh, I guess we don't want them to see the bodies. No, we don't need yeah. them to see more of that. Whatever, whatever direction. I would like to pull them up as far away from that area so that they don't. See well, the bodies anything. have to be brought into the courtyard to take them through the portal, and the nurse's body yep. is lying in a considerable amount of blood in the hallway, right outside of the courtyard. Should we just what pick them up and them... take them? What if we led them back to the diner? Could I use my uh, could I use my fog away. machine and just put water in it so that it makes fog and then it could like conceal? Well, that's originally what it was designed for, right? Theory. Sure, for theatrical yeah. fog. So certainly you know how to do that. My baby. Right. Okay, so I'll just be like, "Hey, kids, do you want to see this cool invention that I made?" and I'm, uh, it makes fog. It's really cool. You know what fog is, right? What's fog? Uh-huh. <laughs> so cute. So check check this out. It's gonna load it up with some water, and flip the switch on, and it's gonna go and start popping out. They seem pretty fog. interested in it. They they <laughs> um they were just kind of staring at you dumbly, like like no. they thought. What you were doing is very strange. But when the fog comes on, they seem to be captivated by it. I'll show them that if you like breathe in the vapor and then like blow it out, you can make cool shapes and stuff. You shouldn't do that. You just have poison in it. I cleaned it out. <laughs> when did you clean it out? Good job, everybody. She said so. I said so, so I did it. Did you say that? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I just operate you. <laughs> I stop it. They, they get a little sleepy, then that's great. It's it's called hensbane, kids. So you use the fog to conceal yes. the nurse's body and sort of <laughs> lead them around it. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna have the fog machine on the ground, like so it's closer to their height. And then I'm gonna like kind of try and pop my head out from like where the fog is, and I'm gonna give like a nod and jerk my chin <laughs> over to whoever's looking. You- Okay, you hear guys, one of them giggle. On. There's a little giggle. So you're doing this in the the courtyard area, while they're to keep them distracted. While they gather the bodies. Yeah. 
Okay. And then I'm gonna like dance a little bit in the fog. And I will <laughs> sing a song. Oh, okay. Sing a song. song. The fog song. Fog, 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 fog. Okay. <laughs> it's it's about fog and the water cycle. Um <laughs> it's very <laughs> educational. Oh. I fail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, the fog is made of angels' tears and it falls and doesn't fall and hit the ground. It's a great song. Your singing is is definitely not up to your standards, but the kids seem to find it um, amusing. I keep trying to sing and then breathing in fog. Yeah. Dolores is trying to conceal like laughter through all of this. It's the fog long, all, song. What are, what are we doing? All four this? children are laughing. All right, Michael, have we finished disposing of the bodies? Body, sure. Oh god, there's so many more of these. Okay, um, can we so just say we... that we do like this three more times or two more times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. You've Everyone's in the fire times. now. Wonderful. DM, we do that. It's my favorite what? pastime in Iowa. Burning humans and cornfields? Uh, that and saving orphans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So the bodies are cool. out of the way. Wonderful. Um, there's still some blood in the hallway, but uh, you can probably manage to, to wipe up some of it anyway. Oh, wait. Do we need to burn all the king... The do we need to fire to that library that was nothing but the King in Yellow book? I think that's a great idea. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because, I don't yeah, know, you're... remember those the weird sculptures, too? Like, there's a yeah. lot of things in here that should probably die by fire. So most likely, if you set the library on fire, you're going to end up burning the other side of the street. No, I think we meant that we were going to take it through the portal to the the kill that was set up and throw it in there. All of the books? Yeah, that's probably the safer thing to that's do. That's a lot of books, you guys. I know. We put this place to fire, that's going to create a lot of attention. I mean, just the orphanage caught on fire. It was home for the friendless. I mean, nobody's in there. No one with friends, at least. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Um, if we're still doing stuff, she's Elaine's going to switch over to singing somewhere over the rainbow because I just looked it up and that already came out. So. Nice. <laughs> Thank God for historical said, accuracy. You said Elaine's not used to dealing with children, but this is like the best interaction you've ever had with children. You're actually feeling like they get you. She's killing it. She's growing <laughs> as a person. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. We're proud okay, of you. Okay, so... better than anything Haley could have come up with in real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... We found the last four children. We need to get them back to to safety. 
and we need to figure out how to dispose of the other King and Yellow artifacts and others in the Home for the Friendless. And we can either burn the Home for the Friendless to the ground, or we can move all the cursed things piece by piece to the kiln. One of these is simpler than the other, but bigger than the other. So, Let's take the kids yeah. back. Let's take the kids back now before anything else happens. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. I mean, like, Dolores and Elaine can just do that, right? And then we can start on, like, doing the busy work here. That sounds Let's, fine with me. Let's see if we can take stock of all this stuff and see how much there actually is and then decide from Okay. There. Yeah. So we know that there's stuff in the attic. Mm-hmm. And then we know that there's the library. Yes. There's also those busts. Which was in the library, um, I believe, right? Were mm -hmm. they? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So could we could we do like a skill check to I guess do a sweep of the room or of the the, the the whole building then and see if we find anything that we might have missed in that process of like that we would deem something we'd want to get rid of. Yeah, you can do that again. You you made a pretty thorough search of the building already. Um yeah. Are Elaine and Dolores going to take the kids back to the convent while this is happening? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay, well, if you recall, um, the elevator led back up into this library room, which, after you came in, sort of the, the door closed and disappeared, and you weren't able to really um, determine another way through. It was just bookshelves um, where you had come through. So um, are you going to head back up like through the office and the stairs into the building to get out? Or are you going to attempt to take the kids up through the library and find a way out? No, let's let's go the way we know first. I don't think we I'd will have just been there to drag bodies out. So um, we know that that route is seems to be staying stable. Mm -hmm. All right, my babies, we're gonna see some icky stuff, but we're gonna blow fog the whole way, so it's not Weirdy too icky. Got rid of bodies. You got rid of the blood, though? They don't it's know paint! Blood. I spilled Kool-Aid. Mm, they're kids, they're not stupid. Yeah, fair enough. What That's is Kool-Aid? Not invented yet. <laughs> tomato juice. Yeah. Just a lot of tomato juice and red paint. Mm -hmm. It smells like blood. <laughs> so you're leading them back okay. through the office and up the stairs? Mm-hmm. Okay. A merry jaunt. Okay. Um, as you're climbing the stairs to get back up to the first floor um, and find your way to the exit, um, Elaine, make me a power roll, please. Fucking with pleasure. That's an extreme success. Boom! Oh, yeah. You feel a slight pull um, toward... The thing that you know is in the attic but sort of maybe bolstered by your friends and by the attention of these children and um, being able to preoccupy yourself uh, with getting these great reactions from these kids you're able to sort of push that aside and you're not drawn toward the attic as you head out I can't let them down so the exit's not the pit. difficult to find once you get up to the first floor um, and it's it's pretty well into evening 
Uh, the street lights have come on, but all of the lights are on in the convent across the street. And uh, do you take them over to the convent? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Sister Mary Matthew opens the door, and she says, "Goodness." You were gone long enough, weren't you? Reginald came back hours ago. We had some unfinished business to And up. more children. I know I know, aren't you excited? She loves Is this kids. what you do this is not the the mother of the house. This is sort of the stern oh, yeah, no. older nun, which answered the who answered the door the first time. Oh, I, I, was being I know. sarcastic when I said she loves kids. No. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I was is this what we're going to do now? You're just going to gather children and deposit them here? Not quite, but I'd love to talk to Mother Superior about it. Well, she says that, though. She winks at one of the kids. <laughs> Very good. Come in, but I must tell you, whatever happened over there seems to have upset Reginald greatly. He <laughs> asked that if you should return, um, we tell you he isn't here. I'm not going to lie to you, but he does not wish to see you. That's oh. fine. We understand. Poor fella. So she ushers you in, and you can take the children um, back to see Mother Superior. Um, so do the rest of you head back over to the orphanage to begin your work then? Sure. So it's Lydia, Michael, and Rocco? Or is Rocco staying at the convent? Come on, Rocco. Okay, Mike, let's go. All right, so you want to do a sweep of the house just to determine if you overlooked anything on your yeah, first walkthrough. And, and even just like maybe finding like records that they may have had because they probably had some ledgers and stuff. I think we. There were in the office. Yeah. Yeah, you already so, kind of went through those. So yeah. there's, there's really no new information to be found there. Um,. Let's just do do a regular spot hidden from one okay. of Okay. I will do it because I'm good at It's a hard success for me. Yeah, you feel confident that um, you didn't miss anything on your first go through. Uh, it, for all intents and purposes, is a is a pretty standard orphanage um, of the area, aside from... Standard um, issue. <clears throat> yeah. Aside from the library full of unmarked volumes of The King in Yellow, and uh, the great yellow sign in a crate in the attic. How big was this crate? It was, what did we say? I think maybe like four by four. It's, it was large. I thought it was six. Large, but not six immovable. So I have a suggestion. You didn't try to move it. You don't know how heavy it is. You don't know what the sign was made out of. Mm. It appeared okay. to be metallic, but it was large. Let's start with that because that's probably going to be the hardest thing to move. And then okay. we can reuse the box after to put all the books in to make our the second trip easier. So, Rocco, let's let's see if we can move it. All right, let's try. If we both, like, take one, one end, is it, like, doable between two people? Uh, let's get a strength roll from both of you. Oh. All right, here we go. I right, put your backs into it. Come on, boys. Uh -huh. And oh, I, I don't, I don't got it. I definitely oh, don't. Got it. Oh, you're <laughs> at a critical success. So you, what? you can, end can up pivoting this crate in a circle. 
Rocco doesn't Can move I try at to all. Swoop like, in well, and you help. just pick your hand up, and you end up moving all the way around. Yes, you can. All right, Lydia all right, comes so around and catches it. Okay. All right, Lydia, give me Lou back. I'm not strong without him. Give me that. Give me my rat back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave Lou back ages ago. Good, good. Thank you. You even have the 70. We have the 50s. <laughs> yeah. So this thing is I'm not strong of heart. Things. I can yeah. only be strong some ways. You find that... He's yeah. strong of heart. Um, and... It's easier to move with two of you rather than three of you. Uh, when Rocco doesn't help, it's a little easier to yeah. move. Um, but it's still unwieldy and you still sort of have mm. to lift drag it and you are not keen on the prospect of taking this down three flights of stairs in addition to the fact that you're not convinced um, spatially that it's going to fit down mm. the, uh, the stairwells can we drop it down the elevator? Taft? Well, that still involves taking it down three flights of stairs. Mm. It was okay. a, the elevator only went from the basement up to the library room. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, are you sure we don't want to just burn that's, the building down? That's going to attract a lot more attention than anything. We won't be here. There's no one here to say they saw us. Except the nuns on the other side of the church. They don't. Maybe it just spontaneously combusted. That kind of stuff happens all the time. It was a boiler explosion. If if we clean out the house and there's no more owners, I don't know, maybe Dolores can buy the place. Do you really want to have Dolores put a bunch of talented children in a place that just had a bunch of people murdering children in it? That feels... I'd rather raise it to the ground. It does feel icky. Okay. Dolores already set his mother to work um, designing something in Plus, Chicago. Yes, yeah, for... mother's got something okay. going on in Chicago for this. We just have to get the kiddos there. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> but I, I also don't remember exactly what we said last time. But um, Yeah. Okay. That's what it was, though. Dolores spoke with his mother on the phone, and um, she saw it as a, as a brilliant pl project to take on. And she's going to okay. see about building a home in Chicago to house the orphans. If we open up the crate again and we see what is in it, you said it was a metallic sign. Mm -hmm. So it's like the same symbol we saw inside of the, the it dolls. Is. Yes. But bigger? Yes, much bigger. Is that the only thing inside of it? Um, and packing materials. And that's what's making it really heavy. It's just a really big sign. Like, how big is it? Like, um, I well, is it pure I think, metal? I think Haley said that we said the the crate was like six by six or four by six or something. It's a mm -hmm. large crate. Um, if it's that large, we could slide it down the stairs. It'll go. You didn't examine it very closely. Once you opened it and Elaine saw what it was. I think you were pretty preoccupied with stopping her from getting to it and closing it back up. You know that it was metallic. <clears throat> I think we can just slide the crate down the stairs. It's a pain, but if it's that big, 
That means the crate can slide along stairs. So I say let's just push it to the stairs and see if it can get down there. Because something this big is going to need a fire burning real hot to take care of it. And that's yeah. what we got down in the kiln. Yeah, it's been picking up heat for a whole night, so... I mean, we could also just throw it out the window. Like, we can throw it into the courtyard. If we don't care about the box. We certainly don't. But there, where can we... Is there a window into the courtyard? Is there a window from the attic? Looking around in the attic, you do see um, a small window at the end. Uh, it's a little round window. Um, probably big enough for one of you to pass through. The sign, if you look on the uh, Roll20 desktop, mm -hmm. um, it's got sort of these protrusions out the side. It's kind of like interlocked question marks. Yep. And um, spatially, you don't believe that you're going to be able to squeeze that through. If we look out the window, does it go into the courtyard? You're going to go and look out the window? Yeah, just look down. From, from the attic window, you can see um, the city of Cedar Rapids sort of spreading out below you. You can't tell from where you are or even from how it took you to get there exactly. Mm -hmm. um, probably. Well, you know what? Make... Um, Make an intelligence roll to see if you can okay. sort of calculate where the courtyard would be. It's an intelligence of 47 out of 90. So normal success. Okay. Normal success. Um, so it seems to you that perhaps the direction of the courtyard, if as you're looking out this window, would be sort of behind you. Um, if the window looks east perhaps the courtyard is probably more to the southwest of where you are mm. to the best of your calculation let's just so slide it down the stairs runway. yeah we can slide it down at least one one set of stairs and see how that goes and then maybe we can find a better window on the next on the first on the upper floor and then throw it out there if we, it's too much of an issue so we do that how how heavy is this lee is it like we're talking like it's heavy enough that you you sort of have to slide it as you move it you can sort of lift slide it but it's not like okay. you can both take an end and lift it up but it's also not as heavy no as no but you know. as heavy as a what a piano it's not Oh, okay. Not as heavy as a piano. Okay. So it should slide pretty okay with, with both of us pushing it along. You should be able to manage it with, I think one of you had a extreme success on your strength roll. Or no, Michael, you got a critical success. Yeah. I had a critical success. Yeah. We'll yeah. carry that okay, through. Okay, cool. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's slide it down all three flights of stairs and just because the, the box around it is going to make it easier to move and then provide kindling to get that fire nice and hot to burn this thing down well i'm thinking once we throw it into the kiln we take the box back and then throw all the books into the box and then use that to take it back we can just use curtains to drag the boxes in like a great big santa sack i guess okay sure 
Okay. Because it's if it's a crate and this thing is not like a box, it's just flat. Like it's a flat symbol. Is that right, Lee? It is. The crate is maybe um, two feet deep, and so it's in there with packing material. Um, yeah. Did you yeah. did you open the crate back up to take a look at it? Yeah. I can say that you did. Yeah. It's it's yeah. maybe like five or six inches in depth. But it, it yeah, that's not worth. You, you don't to think it's gold? Books. It'll be heavier than this. You don't think it's solid gold? You you're you're pretty sure it's some other gold tinted metal. Something, something harder than right. gold. Well, it's probably got some bad vibes in it anyway. So I would say let's do that, and then we'll find something else to move the books with because this is going to be too complicated to try to extricate when we can just chunk 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 chunk. Okay, so you and me will take the box into the kiln, and then Rocco, how about you start uh, throwing all the books into a curtain while we do that? Yeah, if there's a drape or a bed sheet or something, we can drag that along. And then we'll come back for you once you and help you finish. There's all kinds so, of bed sheets. It's an orphanage. Yeah. Hey. So we do that. Okay. Yeah, let's just burn all these things. Okay. Um, so you drag it over uh, to the edge of the stairs, and you're just going to give it a heave? Let it slide down the stairs on on end or on the, on the longest edge? We're going to stabilize it while we kind of walk it down. We're not just going to let it, like... Yeah. Losing control of it seems dangerous, so... Okay. We'll just... Uh yeah. One of you make a luck roll for me, please. This all sound good? I'll do that. Alright, you do that. Bam! Hard hard success. What is with you tonight? Hooray! Okay. okay. So, um, you managed to <clears throat> slide it down the first set of stairs down to the landing. Um, at this stage, however, you find the banister it seems like it's going to be an obstruction to, to pivoting this thing around to the next set of stairs. What's the banister secured to the wall with? Well it's the it's the like the inside banister, not on the wall side. The railing comes oh. down and it hits a large banister and then it twists, you know, the, the next flight goes down the other way. Oh, I see. Okay, and let's it's, we'll we'll tip it on its end so it's narrower. And just sort of try to like walk it around the corner. Yeah. Okay. I've, okay. I've done enough of this in real life, Lee. I don't need to roll for it. <laughs> you don't know. I was thinking the same thing. Right. I'm like, I don't know if we need to do every set of stairs. The luck has been good. We could just complete this task. Okay. One more luck roll, please. <laughs> um this time okay. from Lydia. Okay. All right. Doing my best here. Where's 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 my luck? We can't all have hard successes. No, yes, but can. I can dream. I where's my luck? You. Well, wait until I find my luck. There it is. God, can I push it? Out of fifty-four, <laughs> you can you you can push it. You can't spend luck you, on luck. You but can't you push luck. 
I thought you couldn't oh. switch roles. Oh, is that is that true? I don't remember. We've never really maybe I don't maybe I'm wrong. You I can. mean, you'd be depleting the the score that you're pulling from to try and decrease your score. No, you can't. That's what I'm saying. You that. cannot spend luck on luck. Um, yeah. I, I'll say this. I'll find out later if you're allowed to push it, but I'll let you push it. But if you fail again, it's it's going to be a substantial fail. Let's just fail now. So you're going to leave As it opposed to. I'll I'll leave my luck where it is, and we'll just okay. struggle through this inconvenience. Yep. So you manage to like you're you're both just dripping with sweat and exhausted by the time you get this down uh, to the first floor, and you find yourself at the stairwell that heads down into the basement office, and you realize that the this is sort of an older set of stairs, probably, and and not a commonly used area. And the stair, the stairwell area here is smaller than the crate. Which floor are we on right now? Are we on the ground floor? Yeah, you're down to the first floor. Should we drag it around the side? Yeah. <laughs> I will say the stairwell is the only way you know of to get down to the basement where the courtyard is. The courtyard, yes, but if we, which is where we the port got is. out of, right? But we, oh hi, we got out of the kiln, we got to the kiln from, in the from the cornyard. Oh, you're gonna drive it back to the motel. Oh God, it requires no. that. That's right. No, never mind. It's never like mind. Ten miles away. Yeah, no, I forgot that that was how that worked. Okay, um, so will the crate fit? through the doorway at the bottom of the awful stairs. You cannot fit the crate down this stairwell. Window into the courtyard now, maybe? Is there a window? There was that sort of uh, greenhouse trellis in the ceiling, the roof of the courtyard. But Where like, does that go? That that goes up, right? That's the one you're talking well, about? Well, the courtyard is in the basement, right? Yes. So you can assume that the roof of the courtyard is probably pretty close to the level that you're actually on, if you can find it. And through our sweep, we have not yet found where that was. You weren't looking for it, as far as I'm aware. Okay, fair. Okay, well, on this floor, can I just look out the window to see if I can see that? Because I sure. shot it, too, right? So I opened it up. You did, yeah. No, the glass is broken. It all came raining yeah. down. Um, and you are able to find it by going into some of the the, the bedrooms um, and looking through the windows. Uh, it doesn't take you too long, and it's not very far from where you are that you can see... Um, one of the bedrooms looks out onto the expanse of the roof where the broken sort of greenhouse glass stands. Uh, you're looking out through a normal sized window, however. What does normal sized window mean? Yeah. <laughs> Smaller than the crate. 
Even the narrow side of the crate? That's like four feet instead yeah. of six? Yes, it's an orphan's if bedroom take, window. If we oh. take the symbol out of the box, are we able to move it by hand? Is it one through piece? a window? Is it, can you, no, can you get it through a window? Like, can we lift it? Can we hold it? Is the crate just adding too much weight? Is it much more manageable if we take it out of the fucking Give it crate? a try. That's what we're trying. Okay. Do you want us to roll? No. For that? So you okay. open up the crate, and yep. you both take hold of the symbol and lift it? We test it. How heavy is okay. it? Okay. It's definitely not as heavy as it was in the crate. You can actually lift it off the floor. Uh, can I get a power roll from both of you? Okay. I can find my thing. I get a success. Where's my power? 36 out of 60. There it is. God damn it. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Lydia, as you touch this thing and lift it out of the crate together, you feel um, a sickening sort of pull in your stomach toward it. And um, your eyes sort of unfocus and um, you hear like a buzzing in your head. I drop it immediately. You drop it immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael, I can't touch this thing. I don't know why, but I can't. How are you feeling? Is she? She just gets to drop it. Yes, I'll let her just drop it. Because okay. I would have touched it, it had the reaction, and then yeah, right. I, I drop it when she drops it. I'm just like, okay, that's fine. How did we get it out of the box without me touching it? We were lifting it out of the box. No, but if I couldn't, if I got the sensation, it should still be in the box because. Unless you pulled it out of the box single-handedly, I would have reacted to that. We'll say as we the two of you were lifting it, this sensation hit, and you sort of dropped it. You dropped your okay, head. Okay, um, okay. Okay. Uh, Lydia does have rope, and she's going to pull it out of her various pocketses, and she's going to tie it around one of these tendrils so that she can still pick it up without touching it. Thing I mean, is cursed, isn't it? It's fucking cursed. Do that it. Too, right? Like, we're. We can just go grab hmm? some bed sheets, wrap it around, and then, like, use that, like, as a, a sling around. Oh, yeah. We can try. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So oh, we'll, we can we'll, go get, we'll like, three or four bed sheets. Okay. Sort of <laughs> insulate, insulate yourself from it. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. And then you drag it into the bedroom. Does that come up on stream when Boots does it? Oh no! Did oh, it happen again? It again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do it again. It should. Yeah, you it got totally a thumbs does. up again. Okay. I don't see why it wouldn't. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's great. How did you make the balloons happen? Uh, like I said, it's a weird video thing that Apple put in its videos. Uh, oh, yeah, so it you sees how what the trigger is for that. That was a thumbs up. No, but the balloons. What? what oh, what? the balloons! Oh, was it jazz hands? I don't know. We don't have to do this experiment right now because you could, you couldn't, I'm already couldn't annoyed about this. All right, so you yeah, get the sign like, this into. Could make this happen. That's awesome. 
absurd. Absolutely absurd. Should have used that when you went through the portal. <clears throat> I try not to indulge it. Okay. Okay, like so you drag the sign anyway. into the bedroom. Just and fucking sign around. It looks like the window is probably tall enough that you could um, maneuver this thing through it if there were no glass in it. All right. Michael, you want to do the honors? I'm not feeling so good. Do the honors, which means... Get rid of the glass. Are you Oops, asking the glass. me to the glass? Just let's take the glass out of the window. I don't care how you do it. I got a pry bar. Could be the tool for the job. Yeah, Rocco does have a pry bar. I thought Rocco went with the Good kids. Job, Lou. No, Rocco <laughs> was like collecting all the books. Oh, that's right. That's let's right. Let's go get Rocco's pry bar. Rocco's going to be Rocco done and the pry bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. He would have gotten like at least a couple of sheets worth of books. Okay. Rocco, your pry bar. Like what about it, Michael? I wish to borrow it. Yes, of course. I am a useful tool. I have many. This is true. Here, take this. Oh no, what, what has happened here? Oh no. There were 173 oh, no. copies of the book this... in the library. Oh, that's not too there many. There were 173 copies. Yeah. So basically, in each one of these sheets, I have 50 of these goddamn books, and I've tied them up in a nice big bundle, and now I've got... This is four. Just four bundles of books. Incredible work, Rocco. Yep. You're a machine. Thank I'm you. so hard. I hate, I hate books. I hate them. Full of stupid information. I hate reading them. <laughs> okay. Lydia. So we're going to borrow Rocco's pry bar. Yep. Yes? Did you all go to where Rocco was to have this discussion? It's just me. I, I, sure, Lydia, you come with me. Okay, we'll both we'll go together, and then we'll come back to the thing together. So when you get into the library, like, Rocco has bundled all of these books into bed sheets. Um, Lydia, you mm -hmm. have an urge to grab one of the books and secret it away. Give me another power roll. You're so fucked. Maybe not. Maybe not. Ugh. Success. Okay. You're able to overcome the urge, but you... It's the same sort of sensation, but to a lesser degree as when you touch the yellow sign. But okay. for whatever reason, maybe Michael, it's your knowledge. I want you to know. Good. Uh, Michael, Rocco, you guys. Yeah. I'm feeling weird vibes when I'm touching and interacting with these yellow sign things. I'm going to go to the bonfire real quick and huck something in there that I think I need to get rid of. So you guys wait. Well, actually, Michael, come with me. Sure. Or we I'll, can all I, go together. Let's I'll all drag about. We can drag a pile of books with us while we go. Okay. 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 So. Okay. You make it to the bonfire. All right. <laughs> First thing, yeah, check the books in. Mm -hmm. More, more 
fuel for the fire. And Lydia's gonna take her cursed Pokeball and just hop, toss it in there. Like, no thoughts, no anything, just boop. Goodbye, Dark Young. Okay. Fair enough, nothing happens. It goes into the fire. Good. Okay, let's go get that big dumb sign and toss it in here. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we we use the bed sheets as a sling so we don't have to touch it. You bust out the window with a pry bar? All the way. Sure. Okay. Busting up windows with a pry bar. Okay. Fair enough. Um, through doing that, um, you know, pushing out the window onto the roof, dragging it over, dropping it down through the, the skylight, uh, and then going all the way down through, dragging it back in through the portal, you're able to do that, and um, you manage to chuck that into the fire as well. Okay. This house is clean. Who said that? <laughs> Lou. There's a, there's a creepy old woman around here somewhere I can hear. It's terrifying. Okay. So what do the three of you do? Okay. It's awfully cozy next to this big bonfire. <clears throat> Did we take the busts down there as well? Can we just say we did? We don't you need can to say that you did. Yeah. Well, no. yeah. It okay. was. Okay. It was more difficult. The the busts were like solid marble. Um, they were heavy, but you were able to get them there. Uh, the three of you are probably pretty exhausted and pretty grungy at this point. Yeah. No. We we seem to have burnt most things in the house that were problematic is that what hmm? is that it? okay i'm trying to think what, if there's um, anything left for us to do well you think um what have dolores and elaine been doing with the nuns and the children Um, I think Elaine and Dolores, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Marlo, but I feel like we would have made some, um, choreographed dances to some, uh, gospel music. You know what? Let's go right back to my childhood. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! So, all the all the children are gathered together now. The nine that have been there um, <clears throat> have fully snapped out of this this state, and they all sort of rushed over when you brought the the four uh, new children in, and they sort of began caring for them. Like um, they were happy to see them. And the, the the by this time, all of the children seem to be behaving fairly normally we'll say that the nuns have been you know feeding them and um you know caring for them as they uh as you put on this show for them um no 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 no, and... no. we they're doing it with us oh now they're doing it with you okay yeah, okay well they got some food for the for the four children the new ones 
um, and took care of them. And so the kids, yeah, they're all they're all working on doing these dances with you uh, as the nuns have sort of gathered around um, and are smiling and, and clapping and, and watching. And uh, at some point you look up and you even sort of see Reggie peek around a corner and then quickly retreat. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but Reggie says hello in the Twitch chat. Mm -hmm. Aww. Oh, Hi, I will. <laughs> um, I told him I hope he's taking it easy. Reggie. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, anyway, eventually, after after a while of this, um, Lydia, Michael, and Rocco. Uh, return and they all look definitely the worst for wear. Y'all look like hell. Yeah, well, we burnt about as much as is in there. You're talking about calories, right? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Always good. We burned some calories doing these cool dance moves. They are very sick. Thank you. In fact, I think it's probably time to go get some lunch and figure out our next plans. It's um, the night. Yeah, I might. Oh. Yeah. Well, I it's like the late night day. lunch. <laughs> 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 the 24-hour diner. They have Sister this Mary here. Luke, the mother superior, says, um, we would be happy to feed you all and we can we can put you up here for the evening. We have We have room. We need to determine... Oh, Mother, that would be incredible. Absolutely, it would be our pleasure. We do need to determine what's to become of these children and going forward. Uh, so are you taking I them somewhere? Already... Shall we? Yes. You have arrangements? I've already been in contact with my mother. Uh, my, my family are well-known in Chicago, and my mother is a well-known socialite. And uh, she has gotten on with some of her friends to make plans to take these orphans in and um, give them a quality education room and board while they grow. So it's just a matter of making arrangements, but I am sure that here, here in the next day or so, we can get them on a train to Chicago, no problem. Excellent. Well, that should be no problem. They're welcome to stay here until that can be arranged. And all of you, as I said, of course, of course, I'm glad that you saw through whatever was happening over there. And you've done good here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's been difficult, but certainly for the best to keep these kiddos safe. So they manage to feed you all and um, send you off to some cozy rooms. You can sort of pair off however you like. There, um, there are probably enough rooms in this big old house uh, for each of you. Um, do you still have like paranoia? Like Michael, would you still set a can on the door knob always. for the evening? Like always, always, always. Okay, okay. Fair enough. But um, three of you sleep the sleep of the exhausted. And um, even uh, the three of you who overexerted yourselves 
Okay. And even uh, even Dolores and Elaine get a good night's rest. Um, nothing wow. seems to threaten you here. You 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 have that paranoia, obviously, because of everything you've seen and been through. But um, this is probably the most peaceful night's rest that you've had. And in the morning, <sighs> there's breakfast waiting for you, and um, arrangements can be made for the children to stay there until. Um, they can be put on a train to Chicago. And you are oh <laughs> Will Will just said Reggie's watching over you. You can rest easy. Oh, <laughs> Even though Reggie thinks you're probably the bad guys, he's watching over you. He's he's, he's kindly watching over us with a lead pipe. <laughs> I don't think he has a single bone in his body that could do harm. Probably not, but he thinks the lead pipe makes him feel scared, makes him look scary. So, <laughs> so precious. So once all of that's arranged and you're all well fed, um, you can you can head on your way if you like. Or, what's the next step? Uh, what are we doing with the kids right now? Like we're leaving them here. The kids are taken there. care of. We don't have to handle. We don't need yeah, to yeah. administrative. Yeah. Uh, does the house? Do, does the orphanage look any different this morning? It's yellow. <laughs> no, it uh, it probably looks a little more uh, pleasant in the daylight. But it's it was a, a fine, grand old building. I mean, it didn't ever look. Um, <laughs> You know, I like just wondered. Frightening... Maybe it disappeared. Maybe it like <laughs> I don't know. Will said it's a rolling pin, not a pipe. Reggie bakes sometimes. <laughs> good night, Aww. Will. He said good night then. Good night. Good night. That's what <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he was watching. That's amazing. Um, so it's you know standing there. It's a it's a it's a beautiful grand old house. Uh, well, shall we start moving back towards Massachusetts? Yeah, can we presume that I've made arrangements with Mother, the bank money is taken yeah. care of, all of that. Okay, cool, kiddos are fine. I'll try all to remember that. to check in on them. I love my mom. She's so good. Uh, so to Massachusetts we go. All right. You, did you want to role play the uh, the phone call to her? We don't have to. It's up to you. Do you want nah. to? It's fine. No. All right. All right. So you have uh, the Packard, and you also stole that big black Ford. Um, oh, we're yeah. not keeping that. No, we can't. What? Keep that. We can't keep a car we stole. Let's abandon it. That's, that's right. inviting too much trouble. What if we drive it into the building? It doesn't have oh license plates in it, though. Don't, haven't we decided that? It's a what? Uh, I don't remember. Somebody look up license plates, 1934. I thought um, it's we or Dorothy got pulled over. But this was in the 20s. Right. Well, that was driver's licenses we were talking about. Oh. Uh, I was gonna say, like, why don't we just paint it a different color? 
There you, you know, go. That's the, to the church. Each of the 48 states of the United States of America, plus its several territories in the District of Columbia, issued individual passenger license plates for 1934. Oh, so it started this year? Um, or the year we're in? Yeah, because this is 34. This is July of 34. Your license plate. 1914 is when California started issuing them. So I guess well, it's been a while. Been a while. Where was this car? This car was in Iowa, though, right? Yeah. So when but, did Iowa start issuing? Um, I'm yeah, not sure when Iowa started, had, but Iowa did issue them by 1930. This one had Illinois plates on it, though. Even better. Fucking Illinois bastards. <laughs> I, I teased. I want to move to either Illinois or Minnesota. Don't don't come for me, other Midwestern states. Um, <laughs> so you're, let's you're just give the it to the nuns. And yeah, let's give it to the nuns and be That's like. That's the best this... way to get rid of stolen property. It, it's just huh? donate it to yeah. the church. Exactly. Stolen yeah. <laughs> goods laundered through the church. It's as tale as old as time. <laughs> Perfect. And you're headed Ready for Arkham. Correct, and your rendezvous yes. with Abner Wick. Yes. Yep. Okay. Finally. Um, let's get Lydia to do a navigation roll. Where's my thing? Are there going to be any more fun stops on our way? No, probably. We're finding out. That's a failure on the navigation oh, roll. But luckily, oh, could we not? not that. <laughs> Difficult. You pretty much just have to head east, head east at this point. And Rocco's a really good driver. So, okay. Rocco, give me a drive roll. You just don't get your bonus die on this. That's all. Coming right up. Beep, beep. I'm going to drive it. Mm, yes, I am. <laughs> beep, beep, motherfucker. So, that's a success. Um, it takes a while. I think maybe um, you're sort of taking your time. You get turned around in Ohio. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> You both had, I mean, you all had a really good night's rest and you're feeling kind of good and maybe you're a little reluctant to get back in to the spooky bollocks. Um, so you're just kind of enjoying the road trip here. And um, it ends up taking you um, the rest of July to get all the way to Massachusetts, right? So it's early August when you roll in um, to Arkham. Now, all of you have been to Arkham before, obviously, other than um, Dolores. So there's the good old map of Arkham. And if you recall, the uh, if you're headed straight to Abner Wick, his shop, Unconsidered Trifles, is um, to the north of the Miskatonic River. Um, did you want to go anywhere else in town before heading to see him? How about the toad diner? There. <laughs> <laughs> that, now that's out, outside of town. That's to the west of town on the highway. Michael, what are your feelings at being I back in Arkham? That's... 
Has it been since Sucks. the events of the Crimson Letters that Michael's been in Arkham? <laughs> like, has, has he stayed out of Arkham since then? Um, what What was the name of the guy who was running the Mammoth? He Was he stationed oh, here, or was he someplace else? Professor Finch. He was originally stationed there, yeah. but then he moved to Arizona, and that's where you caught up with the group in Arizona. Now, okay. You had been keeping in touch with him, but that doesn't mean that you had to go and see him necessarily i think there may have been a few times i've been back here but every time has not been a good time for some reason or another right which doesn't really need that much more elaboration <laughs> before uh before heading over the bridge to the north side of town you do sort of Rocco kind of gets turned around in the streets. It's been a while since he's done um, heavy city driving in the northeast here. And uh, you end up sort of cruising past the, the bad section of town. And you do see Dombrowski's boarding house, um, which is where a lot of shenanigans went down. And in fact, <clears throat> that's where you were all transported to in Honolulu, where you lost Doc. And maybe that sets the tone for the visit here. But it's easy enough to guide the car up into the north end of town and you pull up outside of the single level shop with large glass windows and a lot of antiques and uh, oddities and things in the windows. And the marquee very tastefully reads unconsidered trifles. Can we figure out a place to stay before we head into this appointment? Michael Nod, has stayed yes. at the Arkham Hotel, um, not far from the campus of Miskatonic yeah. University. How did you find it? Fine. Not Fine. spooky? Not necessarily cursed? Mm. Less cursed. Only moderately cursed. Two star cursed. I'm gonna say we probably brought some of the stuff with us. Okay, so that's odds are pretty good then. Although, oh, I think it did start at <laughs> her house or her apartment, and not necessarily there. It was Elaine's or another. I don't think this collaboration. Dorothy's Dorothy. apartment. That was where the toast started. happened. Yeah. I think they had a good breakfast. Good enough! Let's go! Okay. Yeah. So you want to go get rooms first? Before you head up to yeah. consider try for Let's put our stuff down. Okay, so you do that. I could I do don't... to wash my face. want to stay with Abner Wick either, so. God, no. How are you all going to split up how many rooms you get? Hmm. I'll room with the girls if we need to do two. We can do two and two, what we usually do. Yeah. It seems two a bit rooms. wasteful to all give ourselves a room. Let me ask you this. At this point, do you see yourself staying in Arkham for a while? Because ultimately the goal is to meet Jackson Elias in New York City around Christmas. You've got some time. It's what, August right now? It's probably? August right now. Why? I mean, yeah. 
I wouldn't mind settling down here for a little bit. I've got some inventions I'd like to work on, and we'll have okay, a well, let's... with Abner first before we decide what we're doing. I'll just offer that yeah. um, you you have some ties to Miskatonic University as well. Um, Lydia could certainly use their library, which um, does have a large archive of curious manuscripts and so forth. Business. Um, you know that when you left, Gertie still lived here, and um, <gasps> she had some association with uh, the university and sort of the um, the biology department. So you could always pay a visit. Okay. So there are things that you could do here. If yeah. You want to spend some time let's, in Arkham. Let me ask Rocco how yeah, he let's feels. Hotel room tonight. Oh yeah, how's Rocco? About here? staying here. Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay with it. Hey Ryan, have you been paying attention? No. <laughs> how does how does Rocco feel about the idea of staying in Arkham, Massachusetts, for an extended period, he's, like possibly for a couple of months? He's fine. He's fine with it. I mean, he needs to get his bulletproof vest reinforced since he's got a bullet hole in it now. So wait, 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 wait. months? We're talking about months? Potentially. I mean, if you months? wanted to, that's what I was asking. It is August. Doesn't have to yeah, be in I mean, Arkham. It doesn't yeah, have to be in Arkham. Be you could else. even head to New York City and We can strategize about this after we get our business in Arkham done and then figure out what our next move is. How about that? Like um, let's Laura. settle for a second, take a shower. Yeah. Can we stay like at your um, family's estate, Dolores? I know that's a lot to ask, but that was Chicago. I don't have an estate here, honey. That's Chicago. Oh, we're already past that. Yeah. I was thinking if we have to settle down somewhere, maybe it would be... I can like, fund like, an apartment. Well, yeah, I was just thinking a restful space. Um, We can't we can do an apartment, though. Yeah. Yeah, let's For see now, what... checked in at the what, Hotel. Yeah. Okay. So you're heading back up to Unconsidered Trifles now. Yeah. You find street parking right outside of the shop, easily enough. Outstanding. All right. In we go! Mm-hmm. The door opens and the little bell rings on the inside, and there's a very sort of musty smell to the place, but um, sort of like of an antique, antique shop musty, like not necessarily unpleasant That's musty. That's a good musty. Yeah. Yeah. We like that. And that everything aura. out here in the sh in the showroom is very sort of standard, antique looking, like a you know suit of armor and some old coats and some hats and some canes and some books <laughs> and some statuary and so forth. And as you all come in, um, the curtains behind the counter open, and uh, the old man who is sort of the the proprietor of the front of the store comes out. His name is Wilson. And you've all met him before. And uh, you've all had interactions with him before, other than Dolores. And he looks at you and sort of scrunches up his nose. And Wilson! Says, Yet again! 
Can I not have a single day when I don't have to see you? Absolutely not. It's good to see you too. Happy, you always happy to see a new one with face. you this time as well. I know. Can you hardly stand it? Your enthusiasm uh, is overwhelming. The sound of your voice. I'm sick of it. Well, you don't have to tolerate it for longer if Abner is here. Oh, if only you knew. And you! You might know. He says to Michael. He says to Michael. What are you doing back here? That's a good question. Excellent. So you're here to see the master, are you? Supposedly. He's been waiting goddamn long enough for you, I can tell you that. Okay. <laughs> we were detained for longer at our previous engagement than we meant to be. Mm. Well, she's very said. well. You all know the way, head back. <laughs> Thank you, Wilson. Always a pleasure. Uh, so sick of her. <laughs> so through the curtain. He really doesn't like you. He doesn't like anybody. Yeah. Heading down. Huh? So through the curtain and heading down the hallway where the sort of unusual the paintings become more and more unusual on the walls uh you find your way back into abner's domain the part of the shop where the oddities and the curiosities are kept it's dimly lit as always and um the items are decidedly more unusual here Curious. there's this Curious, but also sinister. Yes, there's definitely um, a vibe of things that should not be here. And as you come through the door, you hear from one side of the room, Well, I thought I'd never see all of you. It's been just forever. And you see behind the desk this enormous whale of a man. Um, he's larger than he was um, the last time oh, you no. all saw him Michael decidedly so for you and he's very pasty and doughy and he's dabbing at sweat with a handkerchief because it just almost sorts to be sort of seems to be running down him it's glistening off of him um, behind him where he sits uh, there's a, a curtained off door and to either side of that door uh, stand two people um, who Michael actually recognizes. Their names are Hector Great. and Carla Fademan and they are sort of the ones who do Abner's dirty work out and about. They're they're very pale-skinned um, dark his circles around their eyes. Um, they're sort of withdrawn. They're very gaunt um, in black clothing and they're sort of almost withdrawn into their clothing. They, they could almost be uh, mannequins that coats are hung on, uh, although their eyes follow you as you come in. And Michael, if you recall during the Crimson Letters, um, they actually sort of saved you when the gangsters mm -hmm. from Atlantic City had you all in the morgue and there was a gunfight and they came. Um, the gangsters yeah. were killed and they told you that they would take care of the bodies. Mm. 
Um, and so Abner says, my dears, please come in, please. I'm so glad, Lydia, my dear, that you brought everyone with you as I asked. And oh, look, someone new. Hello. Are Abner. you the famous Abner? Well, I've I only heard incredible famous, things about you. Infamous, perhaps. Famous, Ab infamous. I'll take either. Abner, mm. this is Dolores. They're a dear friend of mine. Dolores. What a lovely name. It just rolls off the tongue. He's never allowed to say my name like that again. <laughs> no. You gotta just lean into it. That's the only way to tolerate. I'm so pleased you brought your friend Rocco as well. Rocco, you ran out of here so quickly the last time. I hardly got a look at you. I don't want you to look at me. Don't look at me. Okay, for real, Lee, I do not... Dear. Hold on. Oh, yeah, keep going. No, what? You do not... You do not what? I don't remember what I brought... As he told you to come because Abner. he had something to show you. Did you? Have no, I know, but I grabbed something for him. It was a part of like it was. It was a part of a cursed thing. It wasn't the the pokeball. It was what was that like cursed rock or something that we had? Oh, can we just say I gave him a like I have a bobble for him and we don't have to name it because I okay, don't remember what it don't was, but it was high it was value. Was yeah. I remember that. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sorry to interrupt. Please go on. No worries. Elaine, I trust you enjoyed the earrings you purchased the last time you were here. So much so, I no longer have them in my possession. Mm, that's how they work, yes. Well, yep. They've been utilized. Utilized, yes. That actually brings me to the point of asking you here. Oh? <laughs> Hector, Carla, Bring out the new girl, would you? And Hector disappears behind the curtain for a moment. The anime. Abner just looks from one of you to the other with this sort of sickly, wet smile on his face. And the curtain opens again, and Lydia steps out. She's slightly less well looking than Lydia. She's a bit paler, uh, a bit darker around the eyes. She looks tired, perhaps. But she comes out and uncharacteristically for Lydia, when she sees you all, she practically sprints to Elaine and Rocco and grabs you into her arms and oh, holds you shit. tight. It's a very hey. unusual display of emotion for Lydia. My girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> Was not expecting to see you here like this. Oh, this is. <laughs> this is Could all of you make a sanity roll for me at this point? Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's two Lydias. That's what's happened. Just like <laughs> My brain oh, is God. fractured. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 
All right, so who failed? I failed. I failed. Michael, Elaine, anybody else fail? We have all successes Rocco. otherwise? Oh, Rocco failed? Okay. Um, all of you roll a d4, please, and deduct that from your sanity. Lydia, what are you thinking as you watch yourself okay. come out of the back room? Nice. She somehow is not surprised. She's not sure how this is working, and she definitely feels like there's a very like weird sensation that passes through her body. But somehow she maintains her poise, and she goes, Abner, you kept this from me. Oh no, it's why I invited you here. Are you pleased? It's really something. Um, how is she? By your determination. Did you say who is she or how is she? How? Oh, she's delightful. She's been a great help to me. Haven't you, my dear? And Elaine and Rocco, you can feel Lydia trembling a little bit as she holds oh, you. Geez. But she lets go. Does she answer? And she, uh, she sort of just casts a look at him. And she comes over to you, Lydia, and mm -hmm. says... She looks around at all of you, you know, doesn't recognize um, Dolores, obviously, or Michael, and says to you, where is Lance? He's dead. Dead. Yeah, Are you he's sure? to be dead. I Pretty hope darn. So. We killed him a lot. He better be double dead. Lydia takes like... other Lydia's hands in her hands and goes, are you okay? Are you safe here? As you, you take her hands in yours, she's sort of fumbling because she was almost sort of getting ready to embrace you, sort of unsure of what to do, right? Have, coming face to face with herself. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you reach forth and she reaches up, um, your bracelets touch one another. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And I would like everyone other than Boots to leave the table for a bit, please. Okay. Nothing <laughs> else when you're ready. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. This is not ominous at all. Did you mute us, John? Can you hear us, John? John muted us. Okay. No, I think he's just yeah. He's he's listening. All right, so as your bracelets <laughs> touch, <laughs> mm -hmm. there's like a flash of darkness and it, okay. it re resolves quickly. But in that instant, um, somehow everything that's happened to you since this time switch occurred um, mm -hmm. is known to her. And everything that's happened to her in this time is known to you. It's like your memories are suddenly shared. Yeah. Okay. Good old Vulcan um, mind meld. Yep. And you, you learn that the reason she was so emotional at seeing um, Elaine and Rocco was that when you switched and she was in the temple in Key West um, mm -hmm. where the star spawn of Cthulhu was crashing through and the uh, deep ones were casting the spell to try and cause this destructive wave to come over Key West um, during that period 
Raku and Elaine actually died. They were killed in in the timeline that you came from. So got it. Got we'll it. Call got her, it. Got it. We'll call her Lydia Prime because she's the Lydia that you. She was the, the first Lydia. Yes. Yeah. And you're new Lydia, I guess. I don't know. Yes. But so the Rocco and Elaine that you knew are dead. And Lance somehow escaped. She didn't know what became of him. She somehow survived. And okay. at some point when Abner Wick reached out to her, he managed to connect with her in that timeline instead of connecting with you in this timeline. And he put it all together and through whatever means he has, he was able to draw her out of that timeline in back into her correct timeline. Mm -hmm. Since that time, he took her in and he has been using her to assist him in the way that Hector and Carla Fademan assist him. Okay. You learn some things about him as well that only she knows. None of your friends know. Mm -hmm. um, Abner Wick is a ghoul, as are okay. Hector and Carla Fademan. Mm -hmm. And he has been in the process of converting Lydia into a ghoul to serve him. Yeah, I don't like that. She has not yet eaten human flesh, but she's on the path and he's probably mm -hmm. sort of delighting in her misery uh oh, yeah. sort of prolonging the process you know the, yeah. the anticipation is great um he's not probably doing it maliciously it's just sort of what he does maybe um, yeah he strikes me as the kind of guy who is a thing not a person he is so Everyone yeah. else thinks he's a person, right? But he's not. He's a yeah. thing, for sure. Um, but she, Lydia Prime wouldn't probably categorize him as overtly evil, just sort of evil <laughs> in a way that, you know, like he's not... Scorpion's going to be a scorpion. Yeah, kind of like that. There you go. So... That's what you learn from her. Now, you also get the sense that in the way that something through this process, when Abner reconnected mm -hmm. with you through the bracelet, altered its properties so that you were able to talk to him because originally it was a one-way communication. Right, right. And at this point, you become aware that you can probably use it to talk to other Lydia in the same way. Um, and you don't think he's aware of that. Okay. And would she know that as well? Yeah, you two know the same things at this we're, stage. We're, yeah, we've fully caught up. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, going forward at some point, if Lydia should die, you can always use this Lydia mm -hmm. as... A, a replacement character if you wanted to we could find a way to get her to you okay. um also if you wanted to you could switch places with her but abner would insist that you then come into his employ right so those are just okay. some options 
But the main takeaway from this is that Abner is a ghoul and he is in the process of turning Lydia into a ghoul. Okay. And in the timeline you came from, Rocco and Elaine are dead and Lance is on the loose. Okay. Do you have any questions for me that you can think of? I'm thinking. Does does Lydia Current, mm-hmm. which is not Lydia Prime, right? Does she have any knowledge of how to like break ghoulification or stop the process? It's probably not something um, that. Well, you know what? Make an education roll. Nope, that's not where it is. Extreme success. So, maybe ghouls were something of an area of interest for Lydia. And um, she's spent some time reading up on them. We are uh, a librarian. Studying them. Um, Given the fact that she has not yet partaken of human flesh, she has not come into full ghoulness um yeah you don't know how reversible the process is but separating her from abner might save her from that Um, you don't know how willing he would be to let that happen though right okay I think of that course. the bobble that I got was a shard of some sort of powerful metal that we shattered or something. We mm. got rid of the mo- rest of it, and it was—it wasn't the the Peruvian stuff, mm. I don't think. But it I was do, something I, that, like, hmm? I honestly don't remember. I know it was something. It was either at the Peruvian site or it was at the um, the thing before but i was trying to think of what other power it was something that he would definitely want that she didn't tell him she had okay and i'm wondering if that could be used as barter but she lydia knows that it's probably not valuable enough you do know that he's a businessman and he's probably open to negotiation uh but um we don't need to know what that was or what it did we can just say that it's an object that uh, you considered might be valuable to him and we can determine with some dice rolls how valuable yeah. yeah okay okay but Lydia Prime's mind and everything is still there right now like yes. she's still she's, she's, still she's tired you. and like her you know body is undergoing like a hell of a thing mm-hmm. but she's still of all of her she's still her. faculties Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay. And since you're Um, sort of in psychic contact with her going forward, if you think of other questions later, you can ask them. This can be an ongoing thing. And she can be used as a resource at times for you as well. Right, right, okay. 
Um, can I ask her how long we've got until she goes human flesh? Or is she resisting? She's probably um, resisting as best she can. I mean, what would you tell me? What would Lydia's reaction be to having this happen to her? Would she be kind of low key pushing back against it and letting him think that she's going along with it? Oh yeah, she's definitely. She has been in far too many like situations where other people have thought that they were more powerful than she is, mm. without. Um, and she plays it up so that she can have more time to think and strategize and everything else. Perfect. Yeah. So, and so yeah. a big part of what she's tasked with doing as uh, Carla and Hector are, is um, finding dead bodies for Abner to eat and, and bringing right. them to him. So that's been sort of an unpleasant side of this, you know, yeah. that she's had to harvest corpses for him. But as part of that, she does have a lot of, like she's entrusted to go out and and do this so like if she were maybe looking to research ways to get out of it and things like that you do have yeah some some leeway out from under yeah. his watchful eye you think he does seem to know things you know you don't know with him yeah no it's hard to say with something that exists like that um okay and you're free to share this with your friends or keep it to yourself as you wish. Okay. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So we both know that we can communicate through the bracelet now. It's sort of uh, in intuitively you you came to okay. So we don't have to like share information. We just know the same things. Okay. Or you one you can actually question. use it as a as a like you were using it as a phone. You know. Yeah, yeah. But my question is, it. from this point forward, do we need to Vulcan mind meld to catch each other up on activity, or do we just gain it since our bracelets are connected now? Um, let's let the dice determine that when you okay. decide, you know, if and when you decide to talk, uh, we'll roll some dice to see how much is getting through. We'll okay. say that you don't automatically know what's happening to each other, right? but when you connect, maybe there's an exchange of data. Okay. Okay. And we'll just see. All right. Cool. So when everyone comes back, I'm not going to try to role play you because I won't be able to do it very well. Um, mm -hmm. If they talk to Lydia or whatever, you're free to answer for her or I can guide you and you can do the conversation. Okay. Okay. I think, I think we're good. Okay. I will invite them back. <laughs> John said, oh, no. so which Lydia are we shooting? <laughs> <gasps> oh, 
How dare! <laughs> How dare, Jonathan! If he watches the recording, he'll what? know I'm going to be so mad. How dare you? At least what? nobody said nobody said both, so that's a plus. Okay, yeah, that's. These are some good gifts, though. <laughs> Thanks, folks. Were you upset at my comment, or you're upset at someone else's? No, I'm upset at yours because Lee told me what it was, and it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have a doppelganger, and we won't have to figure out which one of you we have to kill. Yeah, you act like you've never seen this movie. It's not a doppelganger. <laughs> it's actually her original character. Sure. <laughs> that Abner Wick just magically found. <laughs> oh, no. I'll wait till Haley gets back. Yeah. Are we back on camera? Or not uh, you guys are, yeah. Well, we didn't go okay. anywhere. Yeah. Good times, good times. You know, I was so tempted when you said there's Lydia, I was gonna be like, I shoot Lydia. I, was <laughs> I know so, you were. There there I was just like that is definitely like a reaction Michael might have had in that moment. And then I also had this dual thought of like Lance just going, I fucking knew it. <laughs> Lance. Yeah. Because he, he, he caught on that there was something different about her, right? And oh, he, he did. was, like, oh, trying did. to be a dick about it. Yeah. He was being a dick about it, and you were just, like, trying to act like nothing happened. Yeah. Because <laughs> when the switch happened, she came back wearing different clothes. Slightly different clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not so most people would notice during this what was happening, but... Yeah. Like, it was subtle, but he, he caught on. And he didn't care because he was an asshole. Right. <laughs> he just I cared enough. Hated like... Lance. Hmm? Everyone fucking hated Lance. Yeah, I, I John hate did Lance. John did his job. Oh, it was a rough character to meet you on though, John. I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. No, it's was okay. Probably not a good choice, honestly, like for like you being a new character. But yeah. Or new player on the table. So was Lance I just love just like her. a massive asshole or yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was a complete dick. No redeeming qualities. I can't imagine John being like Oh, it was terrible. Role playing that. Okay, I play bad I play your bad you guys. Play you play bad guys all the Cadrus. time, but like it's not You it's hate like Cadrus bits and pieces. so much. Bits and pieces. Yeah, no, I was ranting about Cadrus to my aunt today. Bits and pieces of, like, bad guys, though. Not, like, a sustained piece of shit. Literally, Marlo, I was like, I can't tell if Lance is just an asshole or if John is an asshole. I really can't you tell. You had no context. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had no context. I was just like, I can't tell if I really hate this guy or just their character. So, you remember when you guys were at the party? at the sea tower and you ran into Cadris and Cadris no. made the comment to Ego where he's just like I see you brought your dog it was that all the time with love mm. it really like, was mm -hmm. yeah I would have hated it was that energy oh that's awful <laughs> alright Haley's back uh, so yeah um, no I was very literally none of you noticed this um whatever it was happened between the two Lydia's 
um, you just saw Lydia take Lydia's hands and maybe there was a pause and then um, she spoke to herself. So there's two Lydias. Which one's the real Lydia? Okay. Why is there two? Should we sum this up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 you're doing that. Let me. <laughs> let Let me talk to Abner first. You just hang on there for a second. Okay. Uh, I can explain why there's two Lydia's, I guess. To... You are the best. Abner, <laughs> this is such a gift. You know, it's so truly special to really just. Are you all surprised? I am. I am. I am beside myself. Oh, I, oh, Lydia. oh, man. Oh, be still, <laughs> my massive heart. Sorry. What is happening? Okay, okay, okay. So, so guys, this is Lydia, um, and we are both Lydia, and without going deep into it, we are actually both Lydia. Um, and I'm gonna make another sanity check. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh my god, that was a seventy-one out of seventy-one. This is fine. Uh. And so, um, without getting too into it, um, Dolores, you know about different timelines and things and stuff. This is kind of one of those things. Um, and it does actually have to do with Elaine's earrings. So, um, but I'm so glad to see you. It's so good to see you. Yeah, it's really good to see you too. I'm a little... Yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, <laughs> Abner, so what's the... What's the, you know... Uh, no, well, I, I am surprised and delighted. Um, yes. So, What's can we go catch up? She and I? The, t the two of you? Oh, I mean, I you know, it's no. been a while. Lydia works but... for me, you know. Uh, I suppose I should give her a bit of time off to catch up with you, yeah? She's been doing I mean, a if you don't mind. You'll, you'll be proud to know she's an excellent worker. Well, I mean, I know she's an excellent worker. I don't need to be proud of her. I'm proud of me. And now we're proud of us. <laughs> of course. But this is such a surprise. Um, I knew you So, um... Don't scurry off now, well, though, with her. No. She is, she is mine. I see. I see. Well, considering now that I have a sister that I didn't know about, I would like some time to get to know her and catch up on what she's been up to lately, if that's okay with you. I suppose so. Uh, I will be needing her to work this evening though so mm. take some time and then she knows what to do do you have time i mean i think i do 
What time of day is it? Oh, Lee? we'll say it's just, you know, early afternoon. I'll need, I'll need okay. to get back to work by sundown. Somehow I assumed that. So, um, do we have any other business to conduct at the moment? Or was it just to reveal this incredible surprise? Oh, well, there's that, of course. And it... as always, we are open for your shopping pleasures, if any of you would like to oh, well, of look course. around at the trifles. Um, I don't want to trifle with any of this. All right, let's see pitch. What about Dolores? Oh, I think I think you know Dolores is new in town. Let's not let's not overwhelm them too too quickly. Um, but Abner, you know, thank you so much. And she like grabs his hand and is like, Abner, thank you so much for your help with the, your advice earlier. It was truly so helpful and so it feels just, like you know, really what you would imagine holding a monkfish probably feels like. Yeah, yeah, she expected that. But it was so helpful. So, you know, I just really appreciate it. What is it exactly that you appreciate, my dear? That you gave me so much advice when dealing with the sign of oh, the Yellow that. King. Yes, of course. Oh, yes. Which of your friends was affected by that? It was Miss Elaine, wasn't it? I mean, I don't feel How like you... that person would like to be called out. How are you doing with that, my dear? Is it still troubling you? You can choose to answer or not, Elaine. It's going well. Hmm, I'm quite sure. Have you all collected anything on your journeys that you'd like me to look over? I'd be happy to do some appraisals for you. Really? Oh, oh my god, I think... My character sheet. I have um, a couple things, yeah. I have a rusted Italian dagger. I have two silver rings from the Karasiri hideout with an Ouroboros design. And then I have a stone wing necklace from Peruvian salesman. Um, Do we have any more of those little anti-poison thorns from Peru? Uh, I have charcoal for poison. No, they were these little like pokey guys that had been soaked in an antidote. They were in a vial. I know we used one because used it was the all. antidote to the snake bite. Because we used one on, um... Okay. I got this, uh, jar of silvery powder. I need to figure out what the hell it does. So you're all... Are you all just bringing these things out to, to show to him? Or are you just sort of going over your things? <laughs> now that you mention I'm it... going over things, yeah, but... Yeah. My purse. Abner, I did bring this for you, and she pulls out the vial of thorns. Oh. All the way from Peru. Very rare snake antidote. We had to use one, but I thought you might like the rest since we don't have a need for it here in the States. Interesting. 
Oh, we have plenty of venomous species here, my dear. Oh, I'm, I'm aware. But that's for an exotic snake. Thank you. Interesting, Hector, if you would. I'll take a good look at it later. Thank you. And then Hector drinks the antidote. <laughs> <laughs> Just chews it straight with bile and all. It's a toothpick. So, uh, um, Abner, have you hmm. any experience with removing tattoos? Removing tattoos? Yes, and then I'll pull my sleeve up slightly and just reach my arm out and show him. Oh, may I? Yes. Will you allow him to touch you? Unfortunately. His wet, doughy fingers (laughs) close around your arm and pull you closer. He's like, hmm. Mm. It has properties similar to those earrings we've been talking about. Is this, is this perhaps Ico from a hound of Tinderlips? You are exactly as big or as clever as they let on. How long have you had this this tattoo, dear boy? Well, time is subjective, but since my early 20s. You get me. Yeah, it's well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid simply removing the tattoo after all this time isn't going to do you much good, although I do have a rather sharp dagger handy if you'd like me to give it a try. No, I don't think that would do much good. It Sounds most like it would make a mess of your lovely office. Oh, I don't mind that. Of course. It has most likely uh, infected your system in a much deeper way than simply the, uh, you know, the surface uh, appearance on your skin. Has it been giving you trouble? It has in the past. I sleep with my wallet on me, to say the least. I don't know what that means, but fair enough. I'm sorry, I'm afraid hey, there's I nothing I can do for you. Blink in and out Although, time. as I said, if you'd like to give up the hand and the arm to say this point, I could probably make some use of it myself. No, I think I'd like to keep it for now. Maybe when I'm a little older. Generously, I assure you. I don't have much use for money. I have plenty of that. I appreciate it, though. Did I mention money? That's typically what people mean when they say compensation. Mm, I'm not people. Let's not be too hasty, Abner. Give the poor boy a chance to consider your offer. Does anybody else have anything to show Abner? As you pull your arm away, he sort of lays his hand on top of it and lets you like slide your arm out of his grip. <laughs> no! No! 
<laughs> Beautiful Foley work here on Dicer tonight. <laughs> Just absolutely spine chilling. Did I make Marlo walk away from that? Yes. One of us did. Come back. Oh, oh no. Uh, Does anyone know? Ten points from John the door. The worst. <laughs> what did she say, Lee? Do any of the rest of you this have any body parts you'd like to show me? No body parts. I have something that adorns a body part. I have something that can go into a body. Anything like that's me. Trying to go into a body. Lydia and Lydia yes. kind of draw uh, Dolores back and just kind of. I'll show Lydia and Lydia. Rusted Italian dagger. Lydia and Lydia. Elsewhere. Ooh. Is this worth Very anything to you? Interesting. May I? We hand it over to. Yeah, I believe it came from a Spanish conquistador. Sure. Be careful not to allow him to touch you as he as he takes it. Very. I okay. I, I take. I hold it from the tip of the blade and let him take the handle. I figured. No, you're holding it the wrong way, dear boy. Mm. That's subjective. <laughs> Welcome to Abner so, Rick's yeah. Subjectorium! <laughs> so, let me take a good look at this. It was... It was just sort of a worn dagger, right? Yeah, we picked it up when we went into the um, the pyramid. It was like just part right. of the stash. So, right. and like it, it's rusted, but like it was, it's, it's a very old Italian dagger. Yes, it is Italian. So, I don't Good know. eye, Michael. Good eye. It's not very well cared for, is it? Well, that's the state we found it in. I'll yeah, blame the still good enough. That. Still good enough to do some damage, obviously. Now, the conquistadors weren't Italian, dear boy. They were Spaniards. It came with the conquistador. Hmm. Did you meet this conquistador? Yep. We killed him. Oh, delightful. Well. This dagger goes far beyond simply how it looks. It bears an enchantment. Hmm. He smells it and licks his tongue along the rusted model <laughs> blade. Mm. It smells of the grave. Yes. I've seen these sorts of workings before. If you were to plunge this into a dead corpse. I do believe the corpse might stand back up. Are you looking to part with it? No. <laughs> I'll think, think about it. I, I take it you're interested in it. Oh, I'm interested in almost anything, Michael. 
Okay. I will think about it. When you say come back to life, you mean it in the sense that, like, your and I look towards the, the two, I can't remember their names, but the this two Carla and Hector. In a manner of Magic. that way? I didn't say come back to life, I said stand on its feet. Hmm. So in a manner What are you implying about my employees, Michael? You're definitely going to be missing some parts of some of oneself if you use this on a corpse, is my question. Oh, you're asking if it makes a zombie? Yes. Carla and Hector are not zombies, Michael. Okay, then does this make a zombie? Hmm. Quite possibly. Obviously, I can't say for certain unless we... Take it for a test drive. I suppose. I don't. Would you like me to bring a body in? I don't want to test it out. Oh, very good. Well, I'll give it back to you. You can consider what you want to do with it. I've told you everything I can divine from simply looking at it. And I greatly appreciate that. I appreciate you, Michael. You don't have to. Elaine, my dear, you wanted to show me something? Yeah, I have some rings that we took from a Karasiri hideout in Peru. Um, are you familiar with Karasiri? The Conquistador. Oh. They were wonderful. related. You're making me so envious that I haven't been on your travels with you. If you go it back, was quite take, an me, journey. take me with you. Well, we'll note that. We'll note that. Yeah, definitely. Or better so do yet, you, you just tell us what you're for. Do you hand him the rings? I do. Okay. So he takes them. If you recall, there were two rings sort of in the shape of an Ouroboros, like a snake. And they were fitted on this like little wooden dowel almost that had like grooves in it. Uh-huh. We found yeah. it in a room, I remember, yeah. Mm -hmm. He slides one of the rings off and looks at it, looks at the inside. Please don't like it, Lee. <laughs> and he pulls the other off and looks at it as well. Slides it back on. <laughs> Yes. I believe quite possibly that these are known as eternal bonds, perhaps? At least that's what they look like. Hmm. They should allow two people wearing them to communicate with one another, shall we say. Shut the fuck up. Really? Mm, <laughs> Examination. You won't, you won't allow me to lick them, so I don't know for sure. But... I asked Lee not to lick them. <laughs> Elaine did not. Looking at them, uh, that is what I would conclude that they are. Quite valuable. 
Incredible. Any uh, other effects that might go in tandem that might be considered negative? It's rather a pessimistic outlook. What uh, could be negative about being able to communicate with a friend from afar? Right, Lydia? Uh, I just mean like a side effect that, like an unintended side effect. Mm, who can know? Highly unlikely. We'll have to test it. Sure, yes. Um, and then I also have this necklace, uh, that has a stone wing on the chain. I bought it from a salesperson. I don't know if it's just decorative, but I got some vibes from it. Um, can, did you write anything else down about the, the stone on the necklace? Stone wing necklace from Peruvian salesman, but I bought it at the same time I bought, I think the, the uh, idol that gave you the scales. The idol. He gave you that for free. That was a, that was a free gift. Yes. Norm says hi. (laughs) And that was just a gift. Ornamental. He looks at the uh, at the necklace and just kind of turns it over and says, "Yes, well, it's pretty. I'll give it that. I really have no use for it." Got it. Thank you. I've got nothing more for you, unless you want to see my inventions. They're not particularly mm. um, occult. No, but he appreciates everything. Most things. Are you sure you don't want him to lick your fog machine? <laughs> Did, Did you? Do were it. you interested in asking him about the scales at all to see if there was a way to remove those? Because oh. I know you had talked about that. Right, because he still has them. Yeah. You're so on your, the back of your shoulder and sort of the back <laughs> of your arm. <laughs> Uh, if I can be a little uh, less than modest, I did have something that happened to me in Peru from holding oh, yeah. a, an idol. Um, mm. So she'll like remove her. I don't know. I, I imagine she's wearing like a sweater and trousers and then like a nice top. So she'll remove her sweater and um, she'll arm, you know. Could you, could you come a bit closer, please, my dear? <laughs> He's gonna have to touch it. I know. I'm gonna lick it. Just a strand of saliva spills over his lip and hangs from his chin. I've never oh, been God. more disgusted by a character. <laughs> like, Oh, also the the weird guy that came to us in the hotel or whatever. I mean, he was telling us about the Sundays, I think it was. Fake milkshakes. <laughs> That's right. It was milkshakes. I was just scruffy the janitor in a different vibe. He wasn't disgusting. He was just um weird. He was a cultist. He loved milkshakes. Yeah. Just loved them. Anyway, sorry. Um, Will you allow him I to would... examine scales more closely? Do you have any, uh, gin, Abner? Yes, Carla. Get her some gin, please. 
you want to do you want to take a hit of the gin before you let him take a look? Mm-hmm. Coward. <laughs> she she goes wow, over to the corner. You hear the clinking, um, and she comes back, just dead pan on her face, and hands you like a drinking glass filled to the brim with gin. That's a lot of gin. Um, can I can I do like some kind of a check to see if it seems poison, or if it actually indeed is gin? What kind of a check would that be? I don't know. You at this point? For, I'm I'm a woman. Forgive me for wanting to make sure the gin from a random person isn't like. Like that. Oh, random. It's Abner Wick. You know exactly what he's capable of. Right. Alchemy? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not sure how you would Elaine that. would determine from being handed a glass of gin if it was poison. All right, she'll figure it out later. She's just gonna take a couple gulps. Okay. You'll figure it's, out if it's poison later after you drink it. Tastes of juniper. <laughs> Tastes of juniper. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, so she'll pull her sleeve up a little bit more and get closer. Okay. And he sort of leans forward and like sort of pinches it from the sides and he's running his fingers over the scales. Uh, this, this did progress. Fairly far, didn't it? You stopped it just in time, I see. May I perform a test, my dear? What is that test in Dale? Nothing that's going to harm you, I assure you. Then why would you ask me if you can do it before if it's not going to be harmful? Poor common oh, courtesy, of course. Why would I? What are you going to do, though? That's all I want to know before you. Sweet, sweet Elaine, you can trust me. You've asked me for my help. All I'm trying to do is determine exactly how far this mm, infection has progressed. Okay. Sure, go ahead. You might want to turn away. What's gonna happen? He opens a drawer and pulls out like a three-inch long hat pin. And he just sort of touches the end of the pin to the scales. And you can almost hear like a tapping, like like, like as though the, the uh, pin were hitting stone. Okay. And he puts his finger on the, on the ball at the end of the pin and begins to push it into the scales. And he keeps pushing until you feel the slightest pinch. It takes it takes a few moments, and then you do feel just a pinch, as though you're receiving a vaccination. Do you tell him when you feel the pinch? Yeah, yeah, she'll go. Uh. Oh, so that's where you feel it. Mm-hmm. And he withdraws it. Oh, that went in a good two inches. Well, my dear, there's nothing I can do for you, but I think I know someone, perhaps, that could revert this for you. This sort of a curse is not typically 
easily gotten rid of. And of course, if you had allowed it to progress, you would have most likely turned into a full lizard person. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god. Hector, write down Shameless address for them, will you? We're going to give you the address of a place you can go. And where and I is think it? he can help you. Oh, it's just north of Arkham. It's a it's an old Dutch church. And the man that lives there is known as Reverend Chambers, but he doesn't like being called Reverend. He just goes by Chambers most often. And he yeah. deals in curse removal and things of that nature. He should be able to assist you. I'd bet money on it. All right. I um, appreciate the contact and hopefully I can find a way to get rid of this. Then Hector does scribble down his name and address and hands it over to you. Anything else, my friends? Rocco, I thought I heard you mention something. Excuse me, Lydia's. I have a jar of silvery powder that I'd like you to give to Abdowick and have him tell me what it is. <laughs> Who did you give it to? The Lydia's. The Lydia's. Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you, Lydia. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, of course, Rocco. Of course, Rocco. Not a problem at all. Uh, Rocco. So Rocco had this vial of powder that we wanted mm. to know more about. Yes, let me see. Boop. Bashful, bashful Rocco. We've been he through a lot lately. It's, uh, I think, I believe it had like a tied off burlap sort of lid over it, tied real tight with some twine. He peels it up, and gives it a sniff and holds it up to the light. And he's like, yes, this is Peruvian, you say, yes? There is a stone in the Rainbow Mountains there that has peculiar properties, and this looks to be a powdered version of that stone. It's quite explosive, I must tell you. It's, it burns with the properties of magnesium almost, quite bright and quite fearfully, but it's not said to give off any heat. But if this amount were to ignite, well, we'd all be well barbecued, I would say. That's quite a treasure you've got there, bashful Rocco. Tell me I want my job back. <laughs> no, Lydia, make him come get it. No. He's a shy boy. We don't need to All torment right. him further. Alright, my dear, here you are. Thank you. Give me that. Anything for you. <laughs> Is there anything else I can help you all with? Would you all like to look about the shop at all? See if anything catches your fancy. Let's take a gander. Yeah. Do a turn. Okay. Well, 
there is um, a large antique vanity that you didn't notice there before with a big uh, mirror on the top. And it's got all sorts of like little tchotchkes on top of it, little uh, trinkets and, and whatnot covering it. Uh, there's a stand with some, some jewelry on it. It's actually where you found the earrings originally. And um, there are some uh, like books and scrolls and things hear about Did any of those things catch your attention Blaine will go look at the jewelry stand because she can't learn from her mistakes I was also going to go look at the jewelry stand even though her mistakes are staring her right in the face both of them are Lydia turns to the other Lydia and is like any good stuff come in lately and Lydia would probably help with inventory wouldn't she Maybe. Yeah. Abner can't move. It's yeah. Abner really can't move. Like if any of you went like around the desk, I guess I guess at least Elaine probably would have had to go around the desk. Um, you see that you know he's seated as always with like a blanket over his lap, but um, where he used to just sit in a big sturdy chair, he's actually in a wheelchair now. Gotcha. Gross. That's um, not full Duke Harkonnen, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. That's the right uh, name, right? It was Harkonnen the Duke? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the Lydia's are going to look at books. So I think, I think there, most of like the yeah. inventory and stuff like that is handled by Wilson. Lydia, Carl, oh. and Hector have their own jobs to do. Yeah, fair enough. And Lydia. Only one of the Lydia's. Still a Lydia. So on the uh, on the jewelry stand, there's a beautiful sea glass necklace in the shape of a teardrop. The pendant is in the shape of a teardrop. It's quite lovely. And there's actually another necklace hanging there too that catches your eye um, that has a large black stone that looks like onyx. Do I get vibes from any of them? <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, make an occult roll. Everything's giving you I failed vibes. 48 out of 5. Yeah, everything here is giving you vibes. Um, can I grab my Lydia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up? What, what are you, uh, are you getting any weird vibes from any of this? Like, is it just nice jewelry or eclectic jewelry? Or is it actually, does it have powers? I mean, everything in here is probably, I don't think you like stuff without any powers in it. Lydia, what do you think? No, it's probably got some weird stuff going on with it. I mean, look at him. Yeah, Lydia picks um, picks a couple of the pieces of jewelry up and tries to see if it pulls any vibes. Does it look like it's got anything inscribed on it or anything, or is it just no I inscriptions? Mean, you the, know what happened the with the speak. earrings, right? Yeah. Yeah, think yeah. about those. It's a shame. I seem to have lost my supplier. There used to be this big hunter chap who would roll through town every now and then and bring me claws of the Hound of Tindalos, but. He hasn't been around in a while. Ah, how peculiar, huh? 
Hmm. <laughs> this um, one, this timeline, no... this motherfucker went. <laughs> there are no engravings on them. It's it's just a you know it's just sea glass. Um, and the other one, the the onyx one, has maybe sort of like a little like gold border around it, but you don't see any engravings or, or you know. Okay. Do I get any feeling? I probably don't get any feelings from it in that case. You can make an occult roll too, but I mean, the whole place is given off a vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of difficult to find the sound and the noise. I mean, you so, can always just simply um, ask Abner if he knows if they have any properties. He'll be honest. Abner? Hmm. Anything funny about these? No, oh, yes. Would you tell us but, what it is? Yes, well, the the lovely Seaglass one. Um, what does that do? Oh, it said that. <laughs> uh, um, it said that it allows the wearer to actually walk on the surface of water, if you can believe that. Ooh. Mm. Oh, interesting. Have you tried it? Of course not, my dear. I don't wear jewelry. <laughs> and the black one is What did you say the black a, one does? Yeah. It's a good luck token. But quite literally, it supposedly imbues the wearer with actual luck. Hmm, how interesting. And then I press it into Elaine's hand and says, I'll pay you back. Sure. Fancy walking on water, Elaine. I can't see why one wouldn't enjoy that sensation. at this point it's time to put a pin in this um when we resume with our next session uh we can continue with the little shopping spree here and uh continue from there sound good okay sure okay on Dicer, we always guarantee you to end on a shopping note <laughs> so true. either begin or end on shopping just opportunity what were we gonna... opportunity in role play this guy so, has um, the worst ASMR voice. <laughs> he sounds this is like your Other than the, uh, the, the conversations that he had with Lydia, this is your first actual contact with him. Interaction right, with him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, we should be back at this uh, in about two weeks. We do <laughs> have... Um, Baldur's Gate Eldritch Secrets <laughs> D&D on Monday. And right. uh, do we have something next Wednesday? Yeah, we, we do. Anniversary special we have next our four-year... Four-year... I, I said one-year. Four-year anniversary, yeah. yeah. Um, next Wednesday, we are going to be playing a fantasy-themed Great British Baking Show. So it's going to be all of the pastries you know and love but with a fantasy spin i'm gonna make up some fantasy pastries oh my god i got so many good ideas for fake pastries
Oh god, I gotta start thinking about that. So all you guys need to do is just send me what your character is and if it has any notable quirks or, you know, does it do anything differently when it's emotional? Does it um, have any kind of physical characteristics? Just let me know. Like, it's either the pastries or the bakers. The bakers. I will be coming up with the paste or with the pastry round. Oh yes, of course. You guys will be submitting. Um, if I, true to Great British Baking Show rules, there will be a technical challenge where you won't know ahead of time what it's going to be. Um, normally, you have a recipe, but uh, for the showstopper, which is the final round, I will give that to you guys ahead of time, and you will be able to come up with your design. So Incredible. Excited. I can't wait. Sounds amazing. And I would like to thank our thank friends all... over at... Go ahead. No, what no. were you going to say? I, I'm just... I'm just... I'm, I'm thinking about ridiculous character ideas for this. I, I'm sorry. I, wish that. <laughs> I would like to thank our friends over at the Fuzka channel for joining us tonight. Um, I know a bunch of you have been watching and we love you and, and we very appreciate it. And in honor, in honor of you guys, we have never raided anyone, but Fuzka raids people all the time. So let's do a raid before we get off uh, the air tonight. Let's go. Uh, I don't even know like how 10, to do that. Yeah, 10 never viewers. That like, I got it right here. So it, it gives us an option of uh, three channels right now to, to raid. Um, and I'm going to pick one of those. We're going to go with... Uh, let's go with Insomnia Knights because I know that uh, they are a friend of Fuscus. They play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Um, so we're going right. to go ahead and raid them. So thanks for watching, everybody. Awesome. Thanks, Internet. Bye. Good night. Bye. Thanks and, for watching. Oh, it's counting down the raid. So... In a few yeah. seconds, it'll get over, get over there. Uh, I'm going to leave the channel up while that happens because I don't know what will happen if I end the stream right now. Um, Where's yeah. the raid button? There. No. Uh, no. If you're, you just if you're following it. on Twitch, it should just oh, there take it is. you straight through. Oh, yeah. There we go. We're there. Boom, we're there.